High school football is on the air. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you expect when you shop Furniture Direct, just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings. And good evening. Welcome to tonight's pregame show as we get you set for the Class C2 State High School football playoffs tonight. He's seeing St. Cecilia getting set to take on Tri-County as we spend a couple of minutes with St. Cecilia head coach Carl Tesmer and coaching the, the state playoffs for the 17th consecutive season. Just a, a tribute to your, your program and your kids. Kind of a special year going this year. Oh, I think it, to, the, to the kids more than anything else and the type of athletes we have in our school. And, and then this group is probably a little bit more special in the fact that they've been successful in so many areas. And so, you know, here we are at, again back in the, in the playoffs. But I think with this group that we're kind of hoping that, that they're going to take us a little further just on their athletic ability alone. 16-team uh, field here this year. You get the uh, number two seed overall. Do you worry about uh, rounds two, three, and four, or do you just worry about uh, tonight's ball game? All one at a time, but uh, you're always, you know, at this point, there's, you know, you can lose a regular season game and you always have next week. At this point, you know, we're, we're shooting, to, we're going to try and win four games in a row. You know, it's that extra season, that other season that always comes up. And, you know, we had a great first season. We won nine games and, and now we're in the second season. If we can win four, you know, we'll accomplish that part of that goal. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, win or, or, or check it in, you know. So we've got to do that. And, and uh, so each game becomes uh, very, very important in that respect. What's it take to advance here in the state playoffs? We've been here before, but what's it, what's it take to advance? You know, I, I, a lot of things, Mike. Sometimes a little luck, sometimes a little be- a break in the weather, sometimes just uh, a player or two, um, you know, and then maybe just personnel. So I've looked at, the, at that whole picture over the last uh, 10, 15 years, and it just seemed like it comes down to a player or two, maybe, maybe a special team thing. And then, and then, and then sometimes you meet meet and match up with somebody that's probably just a little bit better than you and in a certain area matchups are always important you know whether you defend against the run or the pass and and so a lot of different things enter into it uh, but uh, you know you you have to play well and and get a break or two and then you know last year we played you know, we played Aquinas very very well but we dropped the ball three first I think the first three possessions we had we fumbled and and all three were three different backs who hadn't fumbled all year so you tell me I don't know it's just one of those things that you try and prepare your best and hope that you don't do the things that can shoot yourself and and go on from there and and play good solid uh, football error free if you can and and then if you don't try to play through that and be good enough to play through adversity you know we always try to but at this stage of the game, pretty tough to, to play through adversity because everybody's so good. You always want to be playing your best football at the end of the season, and I think uh, we can both say that the, the Hawks are playing uh, the best right now. Well, I think that's, that's a really good point. You know, you look at the baseball situation, the way that the playoffs have gone. These people that are still around are the ones that played well, you know, at, at this point of the year. You know, and so and we're doing that. We're still practicing well and playing well. So I think that's good. And I think this group will continue to do that. You always worry about that surprise team that's kind of come back, you know, that's got to work their way into the playoffs. That's going to pick up momentum and, and steam and commit people. But overall, you, you mentioned a good point. You know, the, the teams that are that are consistent, that practice well and play well and prepare well and, and are on an even keel, which this group does, seems to be are the ones that have that advantage. The great equalizer in the first round of the playoffs it could be the weather. We could have some uh, nasty weather on and off throughout the night tonight. What do you tell you guys? We're going to be in for a, maybe a rainy, uh, cold night. What do you tell you guys? Well, we try not to elaborate on it too much because 
it can be uh, you know can work on you. But the other thing is, both teams are playing on the same field in the same conditions, and and so all of that enters into it. And so whether one team's a little bit better mutter than the other, I don't know. But um, the only thing you can do is just just come out and show up and play well and use the use that kind of weather for your psychological advantage, I guess. If you if, if you're that type of player, we've had teams play real well in the rain, and we've had teams play uh, poorly in there. We had a great team here five six years ago that played uh, Pierce here at home in the rain uh, out at Hastings College. We got beat six to nothing, but we we turned the ball over I think eight times in that game. Like so, you never know what's going to happen with the teams that you have and. And uh, they didn't turn the ball over that night. And so hopefully uh, if that enters into it, both teams turn it over. I, I hope it doesn't. And the only thing you can do is, is go back to your question. You just uh, prepare and, and hope that uh, you can do your best and, and uh, hang on to the ball and, and uh, look for the breaks that come and, and hope they come your way. And, and weather isn't anything you can't control, so you just have to play through it. Wrap up the season last week with a big one over Sandy Creek, 55-6. to six. He had a couple of running backs uh, go over 100 yards. It was just a, a typical game that we've seen all year long. Oh, it was an outstanding game, and our kids played well. And, you know, Sandy Creek's a tough bunch of people. You know, they had some good seniors that, that really – and they, they played well. They were much improved. And I know I talked to uh, Coach Novacek before the game, and he said that, you know, we're going to give you a better game tonight than we did last year, and they did. They, they played very, very well. Their kids – we're well prepared. They were in the right places. We just have a lot of talent. We got a lot of speed on the field, and we've taken advantage of that. And it's been our our bread and butter all year. You know, our running backs and with Seeley and 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 Fisher, and then and then uh, Schmidt got into the act. You know, as a running back also, and our offensive lines just getting a little better and a little better all the time. And and uh, so we we think that uh, you know we've got a nice little team here in C two, and and uh, hopefully we'll show it tonight. Mike Walls has really uh, turned around the defense. Fifteen tackles again the other night against uh, Sandy Creek. He's, he's made a statement on that side of the ball. Well, he really has, and he's just relentless. And what we're hoping tonight is that is that when we go to our, we've gone to a little bit of an odd front. We've used it. We used it against Donovan, and we feel like it's an advantage for us. The thing that it does is it helps us cover up their uh, their tackles, which we're, we were kind of vulnerable against uh, Sutton with that, and so. Uh, but anyway, Mike, Mike will get a chance to play nose guard, and, and uh, I'll tell you what, he's a tough, tough cookie. If you're an offensive center and you've got to have Mike you know, staring you in the face and you've got to make a snap, it, it sure makes it tough on you all night. And, and Mike is just that kind of a ball player. He's very relentless, and he's our leading tackler, and uh, he's certainly an all-stater and, and tough kid and, and a good offensive blocker for us at guard. And so if Mike has a good night, we certainly are going to have a good one too. All right, we'll come back and talk about Tri-County as our pregame show continues after this. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. The Columbus Day sale is on now at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Revitalize your bedroom with four-piece bedroom sets including dresser, mirror, headboard, and nightstand as low as $4.99. Treat yourself and enjoy the luxury of a lift recliner, only $4.99. No interest financing is available, too. 24 months, subject to credit approval. Hurry into Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings, behind Sonic, and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Back with East Saints to say head coach Carl Tesmer. We're in the state playoffs in Class C, too. We see a team tonight, Coach, that is 6-3 on the season. I think they lost their first three games. They won six games in a row, so they've got things going. Well, they really do, and you know you you don't want to compare scores, but uh, you know they played Sutton really tough, and and uh, you know Fillmore Central was a one pointer, and and so they 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 play well. They're very good. They've they've got a, they're young in a lot of positions, but they've got a good strong running 
back and big fullback and and uh, and then they play defense well and so yeah they they they're they're a good football team they're they're all good Mike they're all good right now they're just there's 16 good football teams in this uh, uh fracas right now that, that are trying to survive and and they're certainly one of them but um I think the strength is is probably their running game you know they they put up a lot of numbers there but if you average you know their back gets a lot of carries now our backs don't but if you put our two backs together and and then uh, looked at number of carries you know we 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 can hold our own but but uh, they certainly are an outstanding football team and a running team, and they, that's their strength, and they like to come right at you, and they have the size to do it. This reminds me a lot of maybe uh, Sutton from a couple of weeks ago. Without a doubt. And, again, that's kind of why we've changed our front a little bit up front to try to give us a little bit more, you know, a few more people up front, at least on the line at scrimmage, try to slow things down a little bit and let our linebackers kind of get to things. But, but I'll tell you what, when they come off tackle on you, and, and we've tried to beef that up a little bit. we got Mike inside there to kind of take away, try to take away the fullback dive a little. Their fullback is very active in, the, in their offense also. So it's kind of a one-two punch. You know, they're going to come at you with the fullback, and the eyeback's going to come off tackle, and he can cut back ends, can cut back on you, and, 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 and take it the distance. So, uh, you know, it's a team that's kind of found its way into things after a slow start, and, and uh, those are the kind of teams that build momentum and, and luck to luck. Enough with three losses have made the playoffs, and so their schedule's good enough, and that's an, a testament for them. And then on defense, again, pretty much that size again, that factor with especially a couple of, of larger outside linebackers and then a big inside linebacker. So, you know, and they're playing pretty much the same you know, same kids both ways, and so, um, but they're, they're they're good. They're a good football team. If there's a team that can cause us some problems, a team that goes uh, straight at us, uh, runs a lot between the tackles, so that's got to be a little bit of concern tonight. Oh, with, with he sure certainly does, and and uh, we'd much rather see a team that's going to probably spread you out a little bit because we've got a lot of quickness and uh, we can run to the balls, and so those teams that kind of line right up at you with big size and big backs and come right at you uh, can get you know can get to you. Now the quietness is a little bit different, and they don't seem to have that size, but they get that speed that east-west speed but they put a little bit you know different look to it but those people that hammer right at you like the suttons you know and and the sandy creeks you know that come right come right at you uh they can cause you a lot of trouble if you let them they don't throw the ball or they don't appear to throw the ball a lot but you still got to be uh you know ready for that thing because uh, it can pop up anytime well they do and then, you know they'll boot boot the leg boot out and try to throw that that uh weak side uh uh, flag and drag and and then they'll get up in a, in a kind of a bunch kind of a trips formation and and try to kind of separate it there but overall that you know if that's what they do all night mike then that's in our favor but they, they just don't want to do that and so if we can force them to do, have to do that a little bit it'll, it'll help us obviously shutting down the running game the running attack tonight is going to be the, the a number one goal for you guys oh without a doubt again because and first down first down becomes very important it, it is against sutton it's it's against anybody on defense, and so if we can, you know, get them in a in a right away in a second and eight, or a, even in a third and a six, you know, after then then it helps us. But that first down, you're giving up six or seven. It's just a long night for everybody, and so we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens tonight. I really feel good about our defense. I feel good about what we've done, the changes we've made, and uh, you know, not to elaborate on those before the game, but we've got a lot we got a lot of bigger people up front. And we've gone to a five-man front and trying to beef it up a little bit off tackle. And then from off tackle, try to stunt down and take away the fullback a little bit. 
All right, good luck today. Thank you. Carl Tesmer, head coach for Hastings St. Cecilia. Stick around. Sonic Lamps in the play-by-play description up next. Tri-County and Hastings St. Cecilia tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show brought to you by Furniture Direct. Get more than you'd expect when you shop Furniture Direct. Just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirect.com. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports. 12.30 a.m. KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Local business, supporting local youth and local athletics. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football Action here tonight on 1230 KHAS at Duncan Field in Hastings as we get sent for a Class C2 matchup. Here tonight, opening round is Hastings St. Cecilia. Gets sent to take on the Trojans out of Tri-County. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Tri-County coming in, a record of six wins and three losses on the season. Trojans actually lost their first three games of the year. They lost to Humboldt, Tabor Rock, Steinauer by a score of 8-7. to seven. Lost to Wilbur Clay on the road 27-6, to six, and they lost to Sutton 20-13. to 13. But since then, this is a team that has rattled off uh, six wins in a row. They've got a win over Freeman, Malcolm over Shelby, Rising City, over Fillmore Central, Thurs Central. And last week, they knocked off Centennial by a score of 14 to nothing. So it's uh, Tri-County taking on Hastings St. Cecilia, a team that is uh, undefeated on this season. St. Cecilia undefeated for the first time in a couple of years as the Hawks are sitting at 9-0 in the season. Finished off uh, the undefeated regular season last week with a pasting of Sandy Creek, winning by a score of 55-6. to Winner of this ball game will move on to play the winner of the game going on tonight in Utan between Utan and Crofton. That'll be uh, next Friday night, and we see in the fourth quarter now, Utan is out on top of Crofton by the score um, 13-7. to Classes A, B, C1, and C2 getting started with their uh, state playoff action here tonight across the state of Nebraska. Class D1 and Class D2 had their opening round games last night. Weather is definitely going to be a factor here in this ball game tonight. 43 degrees. At the game time, the winds are going to be out of the southeast at 7 miles per hour, and we've got a steady rain falling here at Duncan Field in Hastings. But, Jimmy, it's a, a playoff run again. Saints is into the, the state's uh, playoffs, so to speak, for the 17th consecutive year. This is uh, nothing new for the coaching staff for the Hawks, and they're ready to, to get at it here tonight. 
Well, that's exactly right. This is a team that's very familiar to playoff football. They've been in it for a number of years, and they're, they're looking for an absolute run to the state championship, setting at the uh, number two seed. The number one seed in their bracket is uh, David City Aquinas. Actually, Aquinas is the number three seed uh, in this uh, in their bracket. But uh, tonight's game, they, it's one game at a time. You got to take it uh, one game at a time. And this is definitely a team coming in here in Tri County that uh, is on a roll. You said they've won the last six games after losing their first three. They've definitely got a lot of momentum going. Uh, they'll feature running back tonight, which is going to be very important on the playing conditions we have. I walked across the field here probably about an hour ago, and it was already soggy, and the rain continues to pelt down here at Duncan Field. So it's going to be uh, some some sloppy conditions. If it continues at this pace with the way the rain's coming down, it's going to favor the running game. They'll feature a, a guy by the name of Cody Enns. He's rushed for 1,769 yards on the season, but that's really all they got. They like to run the football a lot. Hastings, uh, St. Cecilia is going to have to be very good on defense, know where he's at at all times. They don't like to throw the football around a whole lot. They like to feature Enns running the, uh, the football. You talk about the other side of things, St. Cecilia, we know what they can do running the football. They've got uh, a couple dandies in there, and Hunter Fisher, he's rushed for over a thousand yards and Dayton Seeley in there it's a two-headed monster in there rushing the football and then you throw Grant Schmidt tossing the football around the likes of Tino and uh, Zach Kitten in there uh, Kitten back from that injury has really come on here of the last couple weeks so definitely a high-powered offense at St. Cecilia we're going to see a one-back feature here for Tri-County and uh, St. Cecilia looking to uh, Get a big victory here and to move on in the uh, Class C2 playoffs. This field can take a lot of water. Just being around it during the uh, the baseball season the past couple of years, it can take a lot of water. But it's going to be the uh, just the, the wetness of the, the football here tonight. It's going to be uh, uh, slippery all night long. Uh, a cold football is always uh, tougher to hang on to. So those con- uh, conditions are great equalizers like we talked with Carl during the pregame show tonight. Well, not only you get the fo- the uh, wet football conditions, it's, it's chilly down there. This is going to be one of the coldest games they've had by far all season long uh, down in the low 40s to start with so as the game continues to move on it's going to be tough to keep the footballs dry they start getting cold your hands start getting cold although a lot of the guys wear the gloves but it's still going to be very wet you get that bone chilling uh, coolness going through your system and it's going to be uh, very interesting to see what team adapts to it they both been out on the field warming up without uh, any sort of rain jackets on whatsoever trying to get uh, acquainted with the elements out there so we'll see what happens but the definitely weather going to play a huge part here tonight we're high and dry here as a Duncan Field, I was just thinking a couple of years ago that that would not have been the case when we were out on the, the scaffolding, but thanks to, to John Gaspers here the past couple of years, they got us, uh, at least we're dry. I haven't got the electricity put in this joint yet, but uh, I'll tell you what, at least we're dry, and it's going to be a good football game here tonight. Well, it is, and uh, I, I wondered, I hadn't talked to you today, whether you are going to bring the heater along. It's very nice to have it in here. One window out, one window in. We've got the door shut to keep the draft from moving the warm air out of here. It's going to be comfortable in our surroundings, but uh, again, very, very cool down there and uh, looking for a good night of football. All right, so it's uh, Tri-County taking on Hastings uh, St. Cecilia here tonight. Again, an update on that uh, Crofton-Utan game. They're still in the fourth quarter. Utan holding on to a 13-7 lead over Crofton. If St. Cecilia can win here and Utan wins tonight, St. Cecilia would have the home game again next Friday night. If uh, Crofton would happen to win that ball game and St. Cecilia wins, the Hawks will be on the road at Crofton next Friday night. So a very important ball game uh, going on. Utan has got the lead over Crofton tonight, 13-7. Seven. They're in the fourth quarter of play. Sneaking up on game time here tonight. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back. You're listening to the State High School Football Playoffs in 1230 KHAS. 
The Food Cupboard is the smart shopper's first choice. Food Cupboard is open from 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, across from Good Samaritan Village. Stop in today and find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, cleaning supplies, pet supplies, and general merchandise. At the Food Cupboard, it's the same stuff at half the cost. Food Cupboard now accepts EBT, debit and credit cards. Located in the old Honda shop at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings as we get sent for the Class C2 State Playoffs here tonight on 1230 KHAS. We'll get to the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. No changes for Hastings St. Cecilia offensively tonight. Grant Schmidt at quarterback, 190 and a junior. Hunter Fisher at one of the running backs, 195 and a senior. Dayton Seeley on the other side, 205 and a senior. The uh, tight end is going to be Zach Kitten, 210 and a senior. At split end, you're going to see Cass Howell, 145 and a junior. In addition to Alex Tino, 155 and a senior for the Hawks. And across the offensive line, It'll be a Braden Poppy at center tonight, 280 and a senior. The uh, two guards tonight will be Zach Glass, 175 and a junior, and Mike Walls, 210 and a senior. And the two uh, tackles will be Josh Bulky at 190 and a sophomore, and Seth Kierkegaard, 200 and a senior. Hawks on uh, defense here tonight will go with Seth Kierkegaard, 200-pound senior. Mike Walls, a 210-pound senior. Braden Poppy, a 280-pound senior. And Zach Glass, 175 and a junior across the front. Linebackers will be Hunter Stewart, 150 and a junior. Also, uh, Hunter Fisher, 195 and a senior. Zach Kitten, 210 and a senior. And Dayton Seeley, at 205 pounds and a senior. And the defensive secondary for Hastings Saints is saying it'll be Grant Schmidt, 190 and a junior. You've got Cass Howell at 145 and a junior. And Grant Farmer at 150 and a sophomore. For uh, Tri-County, the Trojans will go this way. It'll be Houston Parker. Parker will get the start. He's a senior. Tri-County is one of those teams that sent us a roster. They have no weights. They have no heights. I know what grade they're in, but we run into this occasionally throughout the state. They, they list no weights and no heights on their roster. So Houston Parker, a senior at quarterback. Cooper Smith will be a sophomore at running back. And then Kobe Enns will be a junior at running back. He's their go-to guy with... 1,769 yards so far this season. You've got to Carson Hicks, who is a senior at tight end, and also Ryan Musel, who's a uh, junior at wide receiver. And across the front in the offensive line, you've got Shane Parker, a senior. You've got Travis uh, Likens, who's a junior. Cody Rumbaugh, who's a junior. Ben Schmidt, a junior. And Alex Jansen, who's a senior, anchoring the offensive line for uh, Tri-County. The Trojans on defense, they are very good here. They've got 16 quarterback sacks this year with nine interceptions and nine fumble recoveries. Across the front, you've got Cody Rumbaugh, also Ben Schmidt and Carson Hicks. Also a Travis Likens across the front for Tri-County. The linebacker will be a... 
Ryan Musel, also uh, Connor Smith and Jacob Hutchinson. Also a linebacker will be Shane Jiskra. A defensive secondary for Tri-County. You've got Creighton Niemeyer, also Colby Enns, and Trevin Williams in the starting lineup here tonight. The starting lineups brought to you tonight by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So 9-0, the Hawks have finished the regular season, Jimmy, but this is a, a whole new season here. It's, a, hey, it's when you move on. If you lose, uh, you pack them up for the year. And Saints to say with their eyes set, maybe making a run here for the uh, title in 2015. Certainly can't afford to uh, stump their toe here tonight. No, they really can't. And uh, you look at some of them teams that are featured in this uh, Class C2 field, a lot of past champions featured in there. And uh, just looking at the bracket we got in front of us, North Platte St. Pat's is in there. Crofton, they've been at uh, the top. They've always uh, been a powerhouse. You've got Sutton back in the playoffs again, Archbishop Bergen, David City Aquinas. It just goes on and on. Given, by the way, they pick up a win today, so they move on. They've got uh, their team playing very well. They're undefeated on the season as well. So a lot of talented teams in this field. Again, it's one game at a time, but it's a new season. You can wipe the records out. Any team can beat anybody on any given night, and a lot of strange things have happened. I don't anticipate that, but it could could happen, but uh, the Hawks have been rolling along. We've been able to do them for the last couple of weeks, and uh, boy, they are a strike-fast team from anywhere on the field, whether it's punt returns, kickoff returns, from the backfield, out of the... Uh, out of the eye formation, they can throw the football around. They just can strike from anywhere on the field. This is a very dangerous St. Cecilia team, one of the most dangerous ones we've seen in the last several years. So we're sneaking up on the game time here tonight at Duncan Field, and I don't know what the chances this is, but for the last three weeks, we've got your old buddy, your old roommate uh, from the college days. Uh, he's been uh, one of the officials. We, we've had him uh, two weeks in a row, had him clear out McCook last week, and uh, pray tell, we look up tonight, and here he's dancing his way out of the field here at Duncan, so your old buddy's out there again tonight. I, he hasn't come up to me and asked me to move in yet because the answer is going to be no, but he's not with his regular crew tonight, and I don't know what honor he would get because he had did he hasn't won a lot of honors in his years of uh, existence, but uh, he is on the field here tonight as we are uh, getting set for the playing of the National Anthem here at Duncan Field. Yeah, they're presenting the colors here at Duncan and the playing of the National Anthem. We'll have some football action for you tonight on 1230 KHAS. So we're set for a football action tonight. Again, temp is going to be right around 43 degrees. 
here at uh, game time. This is football weather. We've got the uh, the heater on. We've got the the rain falling. Tell you what, the, the fans have come equipped here. A lot of them have brought to, uh, what do you call those things, little patios, little awnings out here tonight uh, covering the stands here at Duncan Field. They're going to be dry as they enjoy, hopefully, a good football game here tonight between the St. Cecilia and Tri-County. Yeah, we've got a lot of different uh, looking rain gear out there from actual rain suits to trash bags to umbrellas, uh, awnings. We see on the far side of the field they've got, uh, yeah, as you said, uh, I would call them uh, a picnic uh, gazebo, so yeah. to speak, with uh, everybody underneath of them. That's a wise choice they did tonight as the rains, uh, as we have understood, uh, they're going to continue to fall through the night, maybe up around the area of uh, midnight. So we know we're going to see rain here pretty much uh, all the way through this game. But uh, you start looking at some some things for Tri-County, Mike, obviously a high a, a big underdog coming into this game with a, against the St. Cecilia team. I think it is critical for them to not allow the big play early and to try to hold into this ball game, maybe get some points on St. Cecilia, try to hold this high-powered offense down. We have seen it all too often where St. Cecilia will strike a couple of times, and boy, before you even get your sneakers laced up, you're down a couple of two, three touchdowns, and we've seen St. Cecilia dominate some teams here in the last few weeks. All right, so it's uh, Tri-County. They won the toss. They will defer for the second half. St. Cecilia will get the ball first. Our state high school football coverage this year is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. By Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. And by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Hawks going to be dressed in their black pants here tonight, their blue tops, their blue uh, football helmets. The Green Bay Packers over here on the other side. We've got the the Green Bay Packer kind of gold on the uh, pants. We've got the uh, white tops and the the uh, yellow goldish type uh, helmets here tonight. Trimmed and lettered in the black for Tri-County. The Trojans and the Hawks dropping back deep for Hastings St. Cecilia. To uh, return this baby is going to be Dayton Seeley. He's returned six kicks this year. Get this. He's returned six kicks, four of them for touchdowns. He is averaging 72.6 yards per return for uh, Dayton Seeley, and he settles back here at about the the eight-yard line. And uh, it would be wise not to kick to him. They try an onside kick right away. Yeah, an onside kick right off of the bat, and I think St. Cecilia is going to recover here at the 48-yard line. So a good heads-up play there by the Hawks and grabbing the ball there for St. Cecilia is going to be Luke Consbrook. So that might be what we're in store for tonight. Tri-County knows they're a big underdog here tonight. They start off the ball game with an onside kick. Luke Consbrook with a recovery there for the Hawks. Well, you wouldn't think they'd want to kick to Seeley back there. As you said, his numbers are astronomical back there returning kickoffs. So Seth Kierkegaard in the area as well. But St. Cecilia comes up the football first possession. They've got a first and ten here at the 47. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a handoff trying to get outside as Hunter Fisher. He does across the 50-yard line to the 45 down to the 43-yard line of Tri-County. You're going to see a lot of that tonight. Hunter Fisher and uh, Dayton Seeley. Hunter Fisher taking the ball down to uh, let's see, about the 42-yard line of Tri-County. So that was a pickup of nine yards in the opening play of the ball game. Second down and a yard for the Hawks. And again, I mentioned Fisher coming in this game almost 1,100 yards on the season on 91 rushes. That uh, That is unbelievable there as well, averaging uh, a bunch. And then Seeley, who was injured a few weeks of the year, is coming in this game with 76 yards, but a nine-yard gain, second down, and one ball on the ground. Yeah, the uh, Hawks fumbled the uh, snap from uh, center there. So, again, uh, we've got wet conditions out there tonight, and obviously the center, Braden Poppy, did not get the ball back 
to the quarterback, Grant Schmidt. Grant had to fall on the ball back here at the 44-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down and three situation. But you get down in the trenches like that, they try to keep the footballs as dry as they can on the sidelines. But again, with the rain continuing to come down, you got water dripping off the helmets, the pads, the, the jerseys and everything. It's just going to be a sloppy mess down there in the trenches. All right, third down and about uh, three yards to go from the 44-yard line of Tri-County. Here's a handoff again. That's going to be Seeley. Seeley across the 40. Seeley down to the 36-yard line. So Dayton Seely moves the ball down to the 36. Tackle is admitted there by the freshman quarterback coming up to make the stop, Creighton Niemeyer, a six foot one, 137 pound freshman for the uh, Tri County Trojans. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball down to the Tri County 37 yard line. First one of the night for Seely, his first carry that goes for nine yards off the right side. Good job blocking by the right side. So Kierkegaard doing a good job there, getting uh, Seely around the end first down, and the Hawks are on the move. Hunter Stewart splits. Now wide to the left side. Here's a handoff. Hunter Fisher trying to get outside. Bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers across the 40 to the 35. Puts his head down and drives his way down the sideline. Down to about the 32-yard line. Hunter Fisher carrying the ball there. He was uh, stopped a couple of times in the backfield there. Hunter Fisher breaking a couple of tackles. Takes the ball down. The see they're going to spot the football on the far side. They'll put this baby down right at the uh, 33-yard line. So a pickup of about seven yards on the play. Second down and about uh, three yards to go, maybe closer to six. Second down and four yards to go from the 33-yard line. Ball's on the far side hash. Here's a Grant Schmidt running the ball around the right end. Schmidt brings it across the 30 down to about the 28 or 29-yard line. So Grant Schmidt carrying the ball there for St. Cecilia. This is the first offensive possession for the Hawks. Started the drive after the attempted onside kick. St. Cecilia recovers at their own 48-yard line, and they have moved the ball now into Tri-County territory. They've got a third down situation, third down and about three yards to go. Football is sitting down here at the 28-yard line of Tri-County. Grant Schmidt uh, wants to call his number. He wants to get involved in the game. Uh, Seeley has uh, had a touch. Fisher's had a touch. Schmidt takes it off the right side there on his own call. Picks up a couple of yards. Going to bring up a third down. We'll call it two officially. Ball at the 28. Two wide receivers split out wide to the left side. Here's an inside handoff. They give it away. That's going to be Hunter Stewart carrying the ball. That's going to be Hunter Fisher. No, that's Hunter Stewart carrying the ball. PA guy was wrong. Moving the ball down to about the uh, 25-yard line. It's going to be another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Hunter Fisher carrying the ball there for uh, Acing St. Cecilia. That's going to bring up a first down situation down here at the 25-yard line. Valley split Fisher out wide to the left side along with uh, Chris Lee. Also a wide receiver is going to split out to the right side of the formation. That's Zach Kitten. They throw the ball out here to Kitten, and he is hitting down. He goes... That didn't fool anybody. Zach Kitten is uh, tackled immediately on the play. Coming up to make the stop is a Trevin Williams, a sophomore cornerback at six foot one, 165 pounder. Seems like a, a couple of sophomores and a couple of freshmen did make way in day there at the Tri County. So we have their heights and their weights, but everybody else uh, must have missed the day. Yeah, you know, over the years we've done this, we've got a lot of coaches that. Uh, they try to keep a lot of secrets away from opposing radio and schools by not posting uh, anything out there. That was actually a loss of one on the completion of Kitten. Second down at 11 yards ago. There's a pass across the middle, wide open, grabbing the ball. Hunter Fisher for the touchdown. Nobody around a breakdown defensively there for Tri-County. Hunter Fisher right into the middle of the field, grabs that ball, a nice pass by Grant Schmidt to Hunter Fisher. 26 yards, and the Hawks are on the scoreboard. Well, and Fisher is uh, used to catching the football. He's got 14 receptions. They've thrown to him a fair amount, three 
323. We're going to add 26 to that. That is Fisher's ninth touchdown receiving. Here he lined up in the slot on the left side. Good protection for Smith. He just run down to about the 15, cut in the middle of the field. He blew right by his defender. That was uncontested for the touchdown. And now the PAT pending here for St. Cecilia. All right, 8.07 to play here in the uh, first quarter. Here comes the PAT. It is up there. It is good. So you see St. Cecilia grabs the early lead. Their opening possession. They go 52 yards on their opening possession here tonight. We've got a break. Eight minutes and seven seconds to play in the first quarter. Acing St. Cecilia 7, Tri-County nothing. Krieger Electric Company has been serving Hastings and the area for more than 50 years. Krieger Electric is your full-service electrical company, commercial, industrial, and residential. Krieger Electric features energy-efficient lighting systems, energy management systems, designing and engineering, and computer wiring specialists. Krieger Electric, 105 South California, Hastings, supporting local and area academics and athletics. Call 462-5757 and at KriegerElectric.com. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Eight plays in 53 yards. Opening possession of the ball game here tonight. And the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks are out on top. What happened? Our window just fell out. Well, I, Our window I, fell out of the press I, I box. I don't know. It, it just fell on me. I, I didn't, do I get hazard pay? Good I, Lord. Just, the window is fo- crashing. <laughs> window comes crashing out of the press box. Yeah, I brought my tool belt uh, and my tools here. We'll try to get this put back in. All right, he sees St. Cecilia will kick off. They've got a 7 to nothing lead here in the contest as the rain continues to come down. Here's the kickoff. They will bring this down at the 10-yard line, back to the center of the field, back to the 20, 25 out to about the 28-yard line. So that's where Tri-County is going to start off this drive. Kobe ends bringing the ball back there for the Trojans out of Tri-County. Yeah, you need to put that thing back in. We can shield some of the uh, the loudest PA system in the state of Nebraska here at uh, Duncan Field here tonight. So it's a uh, seven to nothing ball game. Okay. We got her all buckled. Yeah, ready to I, think go. I think we're buckled in. I think I'll be safe the rest of the game. Kind of fell on my foot. I hope I don't need an extra. Here's a uh, Houston Parker. He's going to hand the ball away to Kobe Ends. And Enns is going to take it for a couple of yards as he moves the ball to about the 37-yard line. we got an update. Uh, we've got Utan now out on top of Crofton. It is 20-7. Utan is leading Crofton now. The score is 20-7. They're in the fourth quarter of play at uh, Crofton. We keep our eyes on that because that's who uh, the winner of this ball game uh, would play next Friday night if Saints say you can win here. And if Utan can win, uh, we'd have another home football game Next Friday night here at Duncan Field. It is second down at eight yards to go. Here's a quarterback handing the ball away. That's at Kobe Ends, and Ends gets it back to the line of scrimmage, and that's all she wrote. He is tackling the play. Mike Walls into the stop there. Tell you what, Walls has done a heck of a job for the St. Cecilia defense this year. Past couple of games, he has led the Hawks uh, in tackles. He's got 93 tackles on the season. Mike Walls had 15 tackles a week ago against Sandy Creek. Yeah, Walls is one guy defensively that can really raise some cane there in the intern- or in the inside of that uh, defensive front. For St. Cecilia, he's done it all year long. He's been on some batted balls. He's had several sacks. And Walls in there again. That was just a gain of about two. So, Call it third and actually seven here for Tri-County. Here's a handoff down to the fullback who's busting through there. That's going nowhere. Gets him maybe to the 40-yard line. That's all she wrote. That's going to be uh, Shane Giskra carrying the ball there for uh, Tri-County. He's their big fullback. And he's going to have to uh, 
Let's see, they're going to have to punt the football away on fourth down now. Fourth down and five yards to go. Actually got to three running backs in the backfield with Smith and also Enns and also Shane Giskra. Giskra has run for about 800 yards plus in the ball games so far this year. And then Colby Enns at 1769. So there are two workhorses out of the, the three running backs back there for Tri-County. Now they're going to they're gonna punt the football away here. They're going to punt the football away. From their own uh, 35-yard line, here's the kick. It's going to angle to the far side, bounces to the 35, 30, 25. It goes out of bounds, and that's probably the smartest thing right there. You just kick away from these dangerous return men and Dayton Seeley and, and Hunter Fisher. So a great kick there as the rain all of a sudden has picked up and it is a monsoon here, so to speak, at Duncanville. It's really coming down here. Yeah, it really is. I heard uh, some guys talking next door earlier that uh, the – the weather forecast was going to be periods of heavy rain as well as steady rain all the way through this game. So we're going to see this the rest of the ball game. That uh, punt went for about 35 yards. So St. Cecilia on their second possession. They took it downfield the uh, last time on eight plays and scored the touchdown. Here's a uh, reverse play down to the near side. That's a Kitten with the ball as Kitten gets it up to the 30-yard line. So give him a pickup of about three yards in the play from the 27 to the 30. Kitten, he doesn't carry the ball much, but he got a carry right there. Split out as a wide receiver. Wide receiver comes back and gets the handoff from Grant Schmidt. It's about three yards in the play. Brings it to the 30-yard line. St. Cecilia moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play at Duncan. Hawks are out on top by a score of 7 to nothing. Five minutes and 42 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Teams electing to keep the ball on the ground pretty much here in this first period. There's a low snap. Schmidt grabs it. He runs the ball across the 30, 35, onto the 36-yard line. As he bounces forward, he's going to be close to a first down. Grant Schmidt bringing the ball to about the 36-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Ryan Musel, one of the linebackers for Tri-County, a junior for the Trojans. And that's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down out here at the 38-yard line. That run for Schmidt was the second one of the night. He's now got 12 yards on two carries. That one goes for eight. The Hawks with their third first down. They get the football out around the 38, 39-yard line here with the first and 10. Alex Tino split out wide to the left side. Here comes uh, Hunter Fisher now in motion to the near side. Penalty flags are down, and I think the Hawks were in motion here. Hunter Fisher came from the far side of the field back toward the near side, and he may have been in motion here for St. Cecilia. Here's the call. It's going to be... Uh, offsides. Offsides call against Tri-County. So a five-yard penalty marched off against the Trojans here. It'll be first down and five. First penalty of the night, and that goes uh, by the way of the Trojans. They'll march off the five yards, so it's going to be out the 40. We'll call it the 44-yard line, and it'll be a first and five here. Five ten, counting in the first quarter. The Hawks lead it seven to nothing. 26-yard touchdown pass from a Grant Schmidt to get things started for Hastings St. Cecilia tonight. Hawks looking for their 10th straight win here in this ballgame to get the Class C-2 state playoffs underway here this evening. Schmidt up now at the line of scrimmage. Hands the ball away on a little reverse play. That's going to be Hunter Fisher with the ball. Breaks outside 50-45. Brings it back to the center of the field to the 40. Puts on the afterburner. He's, he's at 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 15-10-5 touchdown. Hunter Fisher takes that baby. We'll call it 57 yards. And the Hawks are on the scoreboard for the second time here in the first quarter. And for Fisher, that is his fourth carry. And 76 yards on the night. He has already caught a touchdown from 26 yards out on the prior drive. But again, you 
are not going to tackle these running backs up around the shoulder pads. And, and that's what the case was. The def defense was trying to get up around there and rip the football down. They're too strong and they're too fast. And once Fisher kicked in the afterburners, I've never seen speed out of Sealy and Fisher. Once they get into the open field, they can flat pull away from the, the defenders. And they were able to take it in for the touchdown. And Smith with the PAT. And that is good. So 440 left to go here in the first quarter. And what Tri-County didn't need to see was quick start here by St. Cecilia. The Hawks lead it 14 to nothing. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KJS. Cully's Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field. Final score in Utan has beaten Crofton tonight by a score of 20-7. to So that moves uh, Utan into the, the next round of the uh, state playoffs, and they'll face the winner of this ball game next Friday night. If the Hawks can win, we'll have another home game next Friday night. That's... Uh, that's good. Back here at Duncan Field, hopefully we'll have a little bit better weather conditions next week. Yeah, yeah we'll hope so. Things are supposed to clear up towards the uh, middle part of the weekend and next week uh, if you look at the long-range forecast. But, boy, St. Cecilia, that uh, that drive there only took them three plays to go downfield. Scored capped off by that 57-yard touchdown run by Hunter Fisher. The Hawks already with 123 yards of total offense as we've got the kickoff down along the ground. Ends will grab the ball here at the 15, quickly back to the 25, right in the center of the field across the 30, 35 to about the 39-yard line where he's brought down there. Tackle is made in there by St. Cecilia's Sam Clark. So, uh, Tri-County did not do anything on their first series and had to punt the football away. The Hawks have made quick work of the Trojans here in the first quarter. St. Cecilia out on top by a score of 14 to nothing here in this ball game. Well, as I said, St. Cecilia with just uh, 12 offensive plays here in this uh, first quarter. 123 yards. It was a three and out the last time Tri-County had the football. Three plays, all rushing plays, and five yards, they had to punt. They need to get some offensive life here. They're going to find themselves in a big hole if they got to punt this back to St. Cecilia. Houston Parker is the quarterback. He hands them all the way to Colby Ends, and down he goes. They had an unbalanced line that time. The power sent off to the left side of the formation, but St. Cecilia just overpowering right now. The uh, offensive line. St. Cecilia made some changes this week. Uh, when we were out there talking with Carl and the, the coaching staff, they went more to a, a five-man front. They're really crowding the line of scrimmage here, trying to shut down the Kobe Ends and also uh, Shane Jeekstra. So that's uh, something they haven't shown so far. And maybe Tri-County is not prepared for that because they've done absolutely nothing so far in their, their two series that they've had in this uh, first quarter of play. Well, and again, they really hang their hat on just uh, pitching the ball and handing the ball off to ends. He's uh, had uh, 999 carries coming into this ball game, and now we got uh, penalty flags again from my buddy, the line judge. All right, that's the uh, second penalty we've seen here in this ball game as he throws the penalty flag here with three minutes and 50 seconds to play in the first quarter from Duncan Field. As he's going to make the call here, it's going to be a... Offsides call, an offsides call against Tri County. So the offense comes up to the line of scrimmage and they they uh, line up offside. So a five yard penalty marched off here. It's going to bring the ball back to the 34 yard line. It's going to bring up a second down situation. Second down at about 14 yards to go for Tri County. Moving from our right to our left here in this uh, first quarter of play. We're going to have some uh, wet, drowned rats here in this. Uh, if 
football stadium here tonight. There is uh, there are some kids that are running around here that uh, don't have anything that's going to shield the water. They will be a <laughs> a complete drowned, soaked up mess by the end of the. Oh, they'll be game. they'll be sick next week. Yeah. It's a second down. Here's a handoff again to Ends. Looks inside, bounces outside. He's going to be hitting down. He goes. Down he goes at the 35-yard line. So, again, Zilcho there for uh, Kobe Enns as he is brought down into play. Three or four Hawks over there to bring him down. Just as he brings the ball across the 35, we'll call it the 36-yard line. Braden Poppy and others and on the stop there for the Blue Hawks. Just by the three-minute mark here in the first quarter, 14-0. Saints to say he's got the lead over Tri-County in the Class C-2 state playoffs tonight. Well, the ends uh, coming in uh, to this ballgame again, 1,760-plus yards on the season. Tonight he's been handed the football four times. The Hawk defense has his number, just five yards for ends, and now the Trojans look at a third and 14. High formation, he wants to throw. Here's a pass across the middle. It's going to be caught and dropped here at the uh, 40-yard line. That was Cooper Smith. Cooper Smith was out there on the uh, pattern there for a Tri-County. Added in his hands but dropped it. So it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Fourth down. Still about 14 yards to go. And I assume that Tri-County will have to punt the pig away again. Yeah, it'll be Carson Hicks dropping back deep for Tri-County. Again, he got off a good punt. He looked to see where the uh, dangerous return men were, and he kicked it completely away from them. Now they're spreading apart a little bit. It's Fisher and Seeley dropping back deep. They're going to be uh, spread out to uh, both the hash marks, but not before we have a Tri-County timeout. All right, so we've got a uh, timeout here tonight brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. But get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. October nights are perfect for sleeping. And with the Columbus Day sale at Furniture Direct and Beauty Rest, you'll sleep like a kitten. Beauty Sleep Queen sets are only $3.89. Beauty Rest Queen sets are as low as $5.99. See more outstanding buys online. No interest financing is available too. 24 months subject to credit approval. Hurry in to Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings behind Sonics and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field. Again, classes A, B, C1, C2 going tonight. Classes D1 and D2 last night. Lawrence Nelson picking up a win. Kennesaw blasting Giltner last night in uh, action. Just a couple of games uh, locally. Here's the uh, punt. Seeley's going to grab the ball here at the 25-yard line. Seeley back to the 30. Seeley at the 35-yard line. Gets away from one tackler, not to second. It's brought down at the 37. So Dayton Seeley brings the ball back to the 37-yard line. That's where St. Cecilia will start. First down and 10 yards to go. Down there in coverage is going to be a Cre- uh, Creighton Niemeyer. He gets a stop on the special teams here for the Trojans. Call it about a 37-yard kick by Hicks. A pretty good one right down the middle of the field. Seeley dropped that football, but it bounced right back up into his hands, was able to take it upfield for about seven, eight yards. So we'll be a first and ten here at the 37-yard line. Hawks already out in front, 14 to nothing, 227 left to go here in the first quarter. Empty backfield for Grant Schmidt, swings the ball out here. It's going to be caught by Seeley. Seeley at the 35, 40, 45, 50, down the sidelines. Goodbye, number 42. He's at the 30. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Holy smokes, another touchdown for the Hawks. That one will go 62 yards 
a completed pass and he just swing the ball out to Dayton Seeley. Nobody's going to catch him, Jimmy, when he would come to the near sideline. He has put on the afterburners and so long, number 42, you're into the end zone. Well, and you talked about it the last time we was up here with Randy about how the speed, they can kick the afterburners in between Fisher and Seeley. Very talented and just a, yeah, just a simple swing pass. They brought Seeley in motion. Grant uh, just simply threw the football out the outside. The offensive line and wide receivers did a great job getting out in front of him, opening up a hole, and then he accelerated about the 45-yard line, 63 yards later, and he's into the end zone. Grant Schmidt again for the PAT. I-215 to play. Here comes the extra point is up there. The PAT is going to be good. Hawks have had the ball three times. They have scored three times. Two minutes and 15 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings Saints is only at 21 and Tri-County nothing. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 1230 KHAS. 2.15 to play in the first quarter. Bam, bam, and bam. The Hawks are out on top 21 or nothing. Yeah, not shotgun blast. They're rifle blast. And we talked about the big play capability for St. Cecilia. How about this? 57-yard touchdown run by Fisher. 26-yard touchdown catch by Fisher. 63-yard touchdown catch by Seeley. And the Hawks are out in front. 21 to nothing with 2.15 left to go here in the third quarter. I thought it was ironic in preseason when you interviewed Carl. He don't usually get this way, but he says, Mike, I really like this team. And usually he he kind of lets you know how he feels. He's never really said that. And this is a team that's uh, poised to make a run to Lincoln in another state championship. All right, here comes the uh, kickoff by Schmidt down along the ground. He gets back to Enns, bobbles the ball as he goes through his hands. He's got to go back and pick it up at the 10-yard line. Ends back to the 15, ends the 20 to the 25, and he brings it back to the 26. So a good job there by Kobe Enns after it went through his fingertips. He had to go back inside his 10 to pick it up. Returns it back to the 26. That's where Tri-County will start. Again, they have done absolutely nothing so far. They've had the ball a couple of times here in the first quarter and not many yards. Yeah, the Hawks up with about 182 yards of total offense in this ballgame. Five rushing plays for six yards and one passing play for Tri-County. That ball went incomplete, so they've had two three and outs. The Hawks have had it three times and scored. This is the third possession for Tri-County here in this first quarter. They need to find some life here. They're going to be in big, big trouble. Not too sure they're not in big, big trouble already with this quick strike Hawk offense leading 21 to nothing. All right, Houston Parker is the uh, quarterback. They're going to stay with their ground game, and that's uh, going to go nowhere oh, again. As Inns brings the ball uh, straight up the pipe there. Tackle is made by Mike Walls again for St. Cecilia, the 210-pound senior. We'll give him a pickup of one yard in the play. That's not going to get the job done one or two yards at a time. The Tri-County's going to have to open things up here. Well, they really are, and again, they hang their hat on turning around and handing that football to Inns. You look at their uh, passing attack, what, 327 coming in to this, uh, this ball game on 21 of 48 passing so they don't throw the football around a lot they trail by 21 they're going to need to start throwing it if they want to stay in this ball game all right hunter under uh, center they again uh, give the ball away to ends and guess what meet mike walls again mike walls brings him down in the backfield that time for a loss of one so he gains one 
and then uh, loses, looks like a two-yard loss, and it's third down and 11 yards to go. Like we said, Saints is say it is manhandling the offensive line right now for the uh, Tri-County Trojans. Well, you can obviously see team speed if you match it up. St. Cecilia is heavily favored in team speed, and as far as size and physical ability up front, that's usually where it's won is right in the trenches, and St. Cecilia is flat getting the job done. As Walls gets through there, there's really no matchup down there. They're having their way with that uh, five-man front for St. Cecilia. All right, the Trojans come up to the line of scrimmage, and now they want to burn another timeout here. With 51 seconds to play, they will burn another timeout here in the first period of play. This timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body, 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more right after this. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. Donovan Trumbull's got the lead over West Holt. 7-0 is the score there in the first quarter. Got a lot of action going on uh, throughout the area tonight. We'll try to keep you up to date. North Platte St. Pat's. Out on top of the Sutton Mustangs early in their balls game, 7-0. St. Pat's with a lead there in the first quarter of play. 21-0 here. Here's a handoff. It goes off a left tackle, and that gets about two yards. Two ball yards, maybe. That's Kobe Enns again game. carrying the ball, and he's going to be a frustrated young man if they keep uh, feeding him the ball. And he picks up a yard, loses a yard, picks up two, loses two, and now we got a, a punt formation again for a Tryon County. Well, and right now ends with seven carries and just four yards. Remember, this is a guy that had rushed the football for 1,769 yards on the season, and the St. Cecilia defense is swallowing him up as uh, Tri-County and Hicks punts this football away. Bounces at the 40. St. Cecilia picks it up at the 33. Back to the 40-yard line. That's Seeley. Look out, 45-50, 45-40, down to about the 38-yard line. Why would you even Why would you even kick to our return men, both uh, kicking and punting? Why would you even kick to these guys? Because uh, they can take it to the house any time. Seeley has returned one punt for a touchdown this year. He's returned uh, four kickoffs for touchdowns this year. That time he didn't take it to the house, but I'll tell you what, he's got a short field now. St. Cecilia sets up on the Tri-County 38-yard line. About a 35-yard kick and a 24-yard return for Seeley as he toyed with the Tri-County special teams right along in front of the Hawk bench. Got it into Trojan territory with six seconds left down at the 39-yard line. Here's a Grant Schmidt handing the ball away. Big hole again. That's Hunter Fisher. Hunter bricks outside. 30. Nice move. 25-20 down to the 15, and he's run out of bounds down to the 12-yard line. Was that a shimmy shake, or was that something else that we don't know about? That was a great move inside by Hunter Fisher. Makes a move on a man, takes it to the far sideline, picks up another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, and that's going to be in the first quarter of play. That might have been uh, one of the better uh, first quarters that the, the Hawks have put in for a while. Yeah, that was very impressive. And that run by Fisher, it looked like he was going to get gobbled up after about a seven-yard run. And somehow a shake and bake and a partial shimmy, he slips off the left side for 25 yards. And that's the end of the first quarter. All right, one quarter in the books here tonight. We'll take a break with a score. He sings St. Cecilia 21, Tri-County nothing. 
this football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. 1230 K-H-A-S. Back at Duncan Field, bringing you the first quarter stats. They are brought to you tonight by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings, shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. I talk about big after all these uh, quarterly stats. What is big is St. Cecilia's offensive output in this first quarter. The Hawks. Grant Schmidt, 3 of 3, passing 88 yards, two touchdowns in that first quarter. The Hawks rushed at 10 times for 122 yards, so 210 of total offense for St. Cecilia, three first downs. For the Trojans of Tri-County, they've attempted one pass. That fell incomplete. Other than that, they've had eight rushing plays for six yards, so six total yards, no first downs, two penalties. We look at some individual numbers quickly. Hunter Fisher with five carries and 100 yards. He's got one touchdown rushing, one receiving. Seeley with... Two carries, 14 yards, but he has a 63-yard touchdown run or a touchdown reception, and we are back underway. It is first and 10 at the 16-yard line. Hawks looking for more blood. Fisher in motion. They swing the ball out to him. They get him the ball to 15 down to the 10-yard line to the 9. So this puts uh, Hunter Fisher in motion there. Grant Schmidt swings the ball out to him. Fisher grabs it, picks up a positive yardage, picks up about six yards in the play as they move the ball down to the 10-yard line. Second down and about four yards to go for St. Cecilia. Hawks are moving from our right to our left here in period number two. It's already a 21 to nothing ball game. St. Cecilia out on top of Tri-County. I expected the Trojans to maybe give St. Cecilia a little bit of a, a push here tonight, but we have not seen that so far here in the first half of play. Now another man comes in motion at Seeley to the near side. They hand the ball, hand the ball away to a Fisher. Fisher slips one tackler and then brought down after a couple of yard gain. Hands is in on the stop there for the uh, Tri-County Trojans. Also in there is a Devin Lewis in on the stop for uh, Tri-County. That was a pickup of uh, about, well, actually a loss of one. They can move the ball back here to the 11-yard line. You don't see that happen very often. Seeley being stopped for a one-yard loss. No, a very rare occasion for St. Cecilia to lose any yards whatsoever. They sent Seeley in motion out the left side, tried to draw the defense with him, handed it off to Fisher, but the defense for Tri-County very stern there, loss of one. Here's Grant Schmidt, rolls out right side, cocks the arm, throws the ball incomplete. That's uh, Hunter Fisher as he goes tumbling over the uh, retaining rope over there on the far sideline down at about the two-yard line. Made a somersault uh, over the uh, the retaining rope over there. So that's going to bring up a, a fourth down situation. Saints is leading by a score of 21 to nothing, and the Hawks will go for it here on fourth down and five yards to go from about the 11-yard line of Tri-County. Good coverage downfield by Tri-County. Kit was all covered up. Uh, Schmidt not able to go to him. He tried to jam it into Fisher over there in the corner of the end zone, but that falls incomplete. So a first fourth down call here. It'll be fourth and five, the ball at the 11-yard line of Tri-County. Wide receivers all over the place. Grant Schmidt with the ball, just uh, dumps it over the middle. The ball is going to be caught there by Fisher. Fisher's got the ball at the seven-yard line to the five as he stumbles forward down to the two-yard line. That's going to be a first down for St. Cecilia. They just popped that one right over the middle, Jimmy. It's like a, a little shot put. They just tossed it over the uh, top of the linebacker's head as they took the ball down to the two-yard line. Another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, a fourth down 
touchdown conversion for the Hawks. St. Cecilia knocking on touchdown door again. Third reception for Fisher here tonight. That's 41 yards and one touchdown. Again, over 100 yards of rushing for Fisher in this ballgame. But a great one-handed catch there by Fisher. He takes it right in the middle of that Tri-County defense for about nine yards. Now it's a first and goal for St. Cecilia. Grant Schmidt waiting for the snap, and now we've got a whistle. And a penalty flag is dropped on the far side of the field. As uh, the Hawks came up to the line of scrimmage, here's the indication offsides. It's going to go on Tri-County. So half of the distance to the goal line. They'll move it from the two down to the one-yard line. And the Hawks just outside uh, their fourth touchdown in this uh, first half of play, already leading 21-zip. That is three penalties on Tri-County in this first half, every one of them being offsides against And Boy, we just uh, we look over <laughs> We look at the numbers, it's just absolutely amazing. St. Cecilia now with uh, 227 yards of total offense. Tri-County just six. First down and goal from the one-yard line. Grant Schmidt with the ball. Low snap. Schmidt's got to go down and uh, cover it up, and then he's blasted from behind there. Schmidt went down to his knees to, to grab it. And he's down there. This is not a. This is not Sunday football. So whether that's a guy didn't draw a penalty flag there on a weight hit, but Schmidt goes back to cover it up back here at the six-yard line. His snap was low, and Grant couldn't find a handle on the ball with the rainy conditions and everything. So now Saints is looking at second down and goal from the six. But again, very tough to handle the football. Again, it's uh, going to be cold and slippery the wet the rest of the evening. And that one there, Schmidt not able to. Uh, pull it in, so he wisely just goes down to a knee for the loss of five, so it'll be a second down and goal for St. Cecilia. Here's a handoff to a Seeley, gets outside five, he hurdles the man at the four, stumbles forward, he's into the end zone for the touchdown. He hurdled the man at about the four or five yard line, stayed on his feet, got into the end zone for a touchdown. Seeley takes it in from six yards out as now a 27 to nothing ball game in favor of St. Cecilia. Well, now Seeley matches his counterpart, a Hunter Fisher. He also has a rushing touchdown now, that one coming from six yards out. He's got a receiving touchdown from 63 yards, and the Hawks are on a roll. They lead the Trojans 27 to nothing. Grant Schmidt into attempt another point after. He's going to have to put that foot in some ice later on. So St. Jose has had the ball four times. They have scored four times, and here comes the extra point. It is up there. This one is going to be good. So he drills the uh, PAT. Grant Schmidt gets one through the pipes. We've got nine minutes and 22 seconds to play in the first half. The score now, Hastings St. Cecilia 28, Tri-County nothing. It's the Take the Money and Ride event at CPI Mr. Tire. When you purchase a set of four qualifying Cooper tires, you'll get more than just tires built for you. Get up to a $70 Cooper Tire Visa prepaid rebate card, too, on AT3, SRX, STT Pro, and ATW tire models. Life's a road trip. Come on, let's go. Take the Money and Ride on Cooper Tires from CPI Mr. Tire, serving all of central Nebraska. CPI Mr. Tire has a right tire for you. 1230 KHAS. Second quarter score, North Platte St. Pat's out on top of Sutton, 7-6. St. High School football coverage brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank and Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. By Tom Dinsdale, Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale, Autoplex, and TomDinsdale.com. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. And by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and in Sutton. 28 to nothing. Hastings Saints is saying with the lead over the Tri-County Trojans. Here comes the kickoff, and we've got a, a whistle on the kickoff as Grant Schmidt got into the ball there. And penalty flags fly on the far side of the field. I think somebody from St. Cecilia got a little head start on the uh, the kicker, Grant Smith. That's going to be the case. 
So for St. Cecilia, that'll just be the first penalty. So now they actually have some numbers in every category on my on my stat sheet. That's the first thing they've done wrong tonight. We've had all offside calls, I think. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've had, what, four, four penalties? All offsides. All offsides. Three of them on Tri-County, now one on Hastings St. Cecilia. So they're going to bring the ball back to the 35-yard line. What's your roommate uh, seeing out there anyway? Well, I don't know. Probably got a lot of moisture in his eyes. I know he wears contacts. He's probably having a tough time seeing. Here comes the kickoff now by a Schmidt. End over end thing. It's going to be a short one. Bounces to the 27. Back to the 20-yard line. Fielded there. That's going to be, I think, Ends bringing the ball back to the 30. 35, 40. And he's going to be knocked down. And I'm at the 41-yard line. That's the other guy, Trevin Williams, bringing the ball back there for a Tri-County. So they're going to spot the football right out here at about the 40-yard line. So the Trojans have done absolutely nothing so far offensively in this ballgame. has got to get something going here. 28 to nothing. Saints will say out on top here in this one. They have run eight, excuse me, nine offensive plays. It has been three three and outs. Three three and outs, total six yards, no passing yards, everything on the ground. Ends coming to the game has been the guy to go to seven carries and just four yards. Four ends, Tri-County with the football at the 40-yard line. 9-14 left to go in the first half. Hawks 28, Trojans nothing. All right, a tight set here in the I formation as they hand the ball away again to ends. He just powers his way across the 40. He just falls forward to about the 43. Sam Clark in on the stop that time for Hastings St. Cecilia. So a pickup of three yards in a play. Second down and seven. Actually, bounces forward out here to the 45. The officials give him a five-yard gain on that baby. So it's a second down and five yards to go. Tri-County moving from our left to our right as the rains have uh, let up just a little bit here at Duncan Field, but it's uh, still very wet out there here in this first half. Temperature right around 43 degrees at game time here tonight. Up to the line of scrimmage. Here's another handoff again to Enns. He brings it across to 40, out to about the 48-yard line before he's brought down. Kind of juggled the ball that time. Fortunate to hang on to that. Maybe Mike Walls brings him down for St. Cecilia. Ends brings it up to about the 48, so they're going to be looking at a third down situation here. Third down and about two yards to go for Tri-County. 8-17 to play now in the second quarter. That five-yard gain by Ends here just a couple of plays ago was the longest play from scrimmage so far to tell you how this uh, Hawk defense has played so far. They have been very tough against the rush all season long, and they are here again tonight. And the Trojans look for a third down. They got a third down and two here. Here's a uh, handoff, and that's going to be stacked up. That's a Cooper Smith running the football there. And he is stacked up on the play there. The entire defensive front there by Hastings St. Cecilia in there on the stop. But I'll tell you what, a couple of guys uh, leading the way was uh, Michael Valentine was one of the guys to get in there for Hastings St. Cecilia and others. So we're seeing some uh, new faces on the defensive front now. And now Tri-County wants to burn another timeout here. That's their last one of this first half with 7.34 to play. This timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll be back with more right after this. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. 
Michael, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Gibbon victorious here today in the Class C2 State Playoffs. They had an afternoon game against Bridgeport today. We had the game on ESPN Radio, and Gibbon knocked off Bridgeport by a score of 33-6. to Donovan Trumbull continues to lead uh, West Holt 7 to nothing. They're in the first quarter of play. Fourth down and three, and they're going to go for it here. There's a handoff to Enns, and he didn't get there. They roll the dice, trailing uh, 28 to nothing. Tri-County goes for it on fourth down, and about four yards to go. They hand the ball away to uh, Kobe Enns, and the Hawks will stack him up. Sam Clark was the last guy to get up there for St. Cecilia. So they turn it over on downs, and the Hawks now have the football at the 48-yard line of Tri-County. Well, if you're Tri-County, you got to try to roll the dice and get some sort of life. They just had about three yards to go for the first down, but against this Hawk defense, they have been stern all season. They were stern there, just a gain of uh, almost two for ends. They needed three, and now the Hawks take over at the 49-yard line in Trojan territory. They already lead 28 to nothing. Wide receivers left and right. Grant Schmidt with the ball. He's going to call his own number here, and Schmidt is going to be hit at the 50, and down he goes. Good job there by uh, Tri-County, busting through there and knocks down uh, Grant Schmidt on the play. Little if any gain there for Schmidt. Tackle is made in there by big number 64. That's Cody Rumbaugh. Again, this is a roster that doesn't show the weights and the heights, but he's a big old boy up there on the defensive line. Where's number 64 for the Trojans? That was a loss of actually a yard in the play back here to the 49-yard line. Second down, 11 yards to go for the Hawks. Got the ball in the 49 of Tri-County. Seeley coming in motion. They swing the ball out here. Seeley grabs the ball to 45 to the 50-yard line. Slips one tackler, 45-40, down the sideline, 35-30, 25-20. He's run out of bounds to the 20-yard line. Nothing fancy here. They just swing the ball out to uh, Dayton Seeley. And, boy, you can't get a clean shot in this guy, and you can't bring him down without any help. And Seeley picks up a huge chunk of real estate again as he moves the ball down here to about the 21-yard line. He's going to say where you stepped out of bounds. as another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, first down for the Hawks. That is first down number six here with our electrical system using the uh, outside lights. Light's not working inside currently. For Seeley, that is two receptions, 91 yards. That one goes for 28 all the way down to 22. Here's a handoff, inside handoff to Hunter Fisher as he takes it out of the 15 and stumbles forward down to about the 12-yard line. Hunter Fisher going to be very close to another first down there. So they fake the toss out here to Dayton Seeley. They hand the ball away to Hunter Fisher. They're going to give him nine yards in the play. Down to the 13-yard line, second down and one now for St. Cecilia. Hawks out on top by four scores already. We're in the second quarter to play. Class C2 state playoffs getting going here tonight. And St. Jose has dominated this football game. Three wide receivers split out wide to the right side and second down in the yard. Inside handoff again to Seeley. He's got the first down and more. Takes the ball inside the 10, inside the five-yard line, down to about the four-yard line. Dayton Seeley takes the ball down to the four. And now this is something we don't want to see. Dayton Seeley is uh, hobbling off the field now for the Blue Hawks. Dayton Seeley is coming off of the field, favoring looks like his uh, left ankle, and now he's going to have to be checked out here by the medical staff for Hastings St. Cecilia. And in the ball game for the Blue Hawks, it's going to be Hunter Stewart. That's something you don't want to see here. With uh, the score 28 to nothing, Dayton Seeley comes to the sideline now for Hastings St. Cecilia, and he will get looked at by Gene Parks and the medical staff here for the Blue Hawks. We've got a first and goal. St. Cecilia with the ball down here at the two-yard line. They're going to hand the ball away to Sam Clark, and he is blasted right at the two. He falls forward to the one-yard line. So uh, Sam Clark carrying the ball there for St. Cecilia. 
So they're going to get the ball down here close to the goal line. It's going to bring up a second down and goal situation. The ball is resting between the well, one and two yard line. So Angel City moving from our right to our left down here in the second period of play. And that's the case. We're looking at the left ankle of uh, Deaton Seeley down here on the bench for the Blue Hawks. So second down and goal. St. Cecilia with the ball just outside the one-yard line. Grant Schmidt waiting for the snap. We've got some movement on the right side of the line. I think St. Cecilia may have moved a little too early that time. This will cost him five yards. There comes the indication from the officials. It's going to be, well, let's see. That's going to be an illegal procedure call against St. Cecilia. So that's the the fifth penalty we've seen in this ball game so far. So they're going to move the ball back to about the six-and-a-half-yard line. That's going to bring up a second down and goal at the six-yard line of Tri-County. St. Cecilia already out on top by a score of 28 to nothing in this football game. Grant Schmidt will send three wide receivers now out to the right side. And now St. Cecilia a little bit confused out there. And they're going to have to burn a timeout. St. Cecilia came up to the line of scrimmage and shifted a bunch of guys around, and somebody was in the wrong spot. Timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. If your vehicle needs a timeout for a new paint job or auto body work, see Dave and the crew at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings to get your vehicle looking good. With every little timeout, we'll have more after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field. 28 to nothing is the score. 445 to play. Here in quarter number two, the Blue Hawks out on top, and they're looking at a second down and goal situation. St. Cecilia with the ball down here at the Tri-County six-yard line. Following the timeout, Hawks now come up with two wide receivers to the left. Alex Tino, your wide receiver, split to the left side of the formation. Low snap. They hand the ball away, trying to get outside to the five-yard line. Ducks it inside. Goes for the goal line. They're going to be very, very close to a first down. They're running for the touchdown. Alex Tino running the football there for St. Cecilia. Tino takes the ball down to Cedix. He went down right outside the one-yard line. So Alex Tino picks up about five yards. Needed six for the touchdown. Now the Hawks knocking on touchdown door. It's third down and goal from just outside the one. Well, that's a play that St. Cecilia likes to run. They'll run a uh, wide receiver out to the wide side, bring him in motion, and get the snap. And about the time the receiver gets there, they'll just simply hand off to him. Tino did a good job, cut it back upfield. Right off right tackle, picked up six. Now it's a third and goal here for the Hawks. Grant Schmidt with the ball. He's just going to run it straight ahead behind a big offensive line there for St. Cecilia. Did Schmidt get in? Uh, yes, touchdown. The alarms finally go up. And a touchdown there by Grant Schmidt. He takes it in from one yard out. And the Hawks are out on top, 34 to nothing. Well, that big offensive line, a lot of those guys are playing on the defensive side of things, and they have flat got the job done here tonight. They have dominated the trenches, and they do a great job just getting a little seam. Schmidt able to put his helmet right in between his big offensive line, get in there for the one-yard blast. I look down here. We're almost on top of the football players here, and Seeley is walking around on the sidelines. But, hey, you're up 34 to nothing, about to go 35 to nothing as our friends, the Union Pacific Railroad. Road coming into the area. Here comes the uh, PAT now for Grant Schmidt. It is up there. 
Grantschman is still perfect on the point afters. Three minutes and 52 seconds to play here in the first half. It could be an early night here tonight. St. Cecilia with the lead. It's the Blue Hawks 35 in Tri-County nothing. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 1230 K-H-A-S. Yeah, I think you're, you're Carl Tesmer. I'm telling Dayton Seely, uh, take your pads off. You're done for the night. I don't care if it's just a, a tweak or what, but I think you're done for the night. Well, that was what I was going to say when we got uh, interrupted by our friends from, uh, again, the railroad uh, services. Thanks for stopping by here tonight. Uh, we see them uh, several times. You do in the baseball season, but that's what I was going to say. You're you're leading this ball game 35 to nothing. There is no need to get a silly injury out of one of your starters, you need all your players very healthy continuing on through this playoff march, and they have flat dominated this ball game. We've still got 3.52 left to go here till half, and it's a 35 to nothing game against Seeley. He's down walking around a little gingerly, but I don't think you need to play him anymore. Here comes the run up in the boot now by Grant Schmidt, and over end kick is going to come down to about the 27-yard line. They bring her back here. That's going to be Williams with the ball out across the 30 to the 32, and that's where Tri-County will start this drive. What have the Trojans done so far offensively? uh, They've had the ball four or five times, and, boy, their yards have been far in between. 13 offensive plays for a total of 15 yards. 13 plays, 15 yards. They've got 15 yards on the ground. They've just attempted one pass. That was across the middle of the field. That ball fell to the turf incomplete, and uh, for ends, he has 14 of the 15 yards. He has 10 carries for 14 yards. So not a very good offensive output for Tri-County. But they are going against a very, very difficult St. Cecilia defense. They have flat got the job done here in this first half. There's lineup with double tight ends. There's a handoff again to end. Slips one tackler, puts his head down, still driving across the 35 onto about the 38-yard line. So a good run there by ends. Grant. Farmer in on the stop there for Hastings Saints to say the defensive secondary. Ends is, boy, that's got to be his best run of the night as he brings the ball to the 38-yard line. Pickup of seven yards, second down and three. Biggest play from scrimmage tonight, that being a uh, nearly a, a nine-yard gain. We'll call it eight officially. It'll be a second down and two. The ball nosed out to the 39-yard line. Clock moving now at 315. Double tights again. I formation. Hand off to the first man through the hole. Blowing through there. It's going to be a first down across the 45. Out to the 49-yard line. So a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down there for Tri-County. Shane Giskra carrying the football there for Tri-County. This guy has got 800 yards plus this year. So between Giskra and also uh, Kobe Enns, they've carried the ball, what, for uh, 200, 347 times so far this year between those two running backs. That right there is the first first down for Tri-County here in this ballgame. It comes at the 2.56 mark. And the ball is out the 49-yard line. So first down and 10. Here's a handoff now to Enns. He looks inside, bounces outside. He's across the 50, down to the 45, down to the 43-yard line before he's finally brought down. Tackle is made in there by Hastings Saints to say, and making the stop is Nathan Starr, who's in the ball game now. But Enns finding some uh, real estate now as he's brought that down to the 44-yard line of Saints to say. Again, Tri-County out of timeouts right now. 
We're down to 225 to play. That was a pickup of seven yards in the play for Kobe Enns. That is now a second down in three situation. From the St. Cecilia 44. Ball's on the near side. Hash double tight ends again. I formation, a power I formation now as they hand the ball away to Enns across the 45 to the 40. He's still on his feet, slips some tacklers, and takes the ball down to the 31-yard line. Kobe Enns carrying the ball there. Tackle is made in there by Hastings St. Cecilia, and making the stop is going to be Chris Lee is into the ball game now. But now we're seeing uh, Kobe Enns run the ball with a little bit of authority as he's knocking uh, some defenders down. St. Cecilia with their uh, second teamers for the most part in there right now with a 35 to nothing lead. Yeah, big gains uh, for Tri-County standards here in this first half. Gains of 9, 7, and 15. Three first, excuse me, two first downs now as they continue to march. They're into Hawk territory for the first time this evening. Houston Parker is the uh, quarterback. He hands the ball away to uh, Jesnick. He takes it off of uh, left tackle now as he moves the ball down to the 25-yard line. Still on his feet. The Hawks having a tough time bringing him down. He's finally uh, drugged down at about the uh, 23-yard line. Nathan Starr again. And the stop there for Hastings Saints to say they're going to spot the ball to 24. So that's going to bring up a second down situation. Second down and about two yards to go. Tri-County moving from our left to our right here in the second period. Again, they're out of timeouts. We're down to a minute and 15 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Houston Parker is going to hand the ball away inside handoff as they uh, try to get to the first down stakes down here at the uh, 22-yard line. Going to be very, very close. Giscar again carrying the ball there for Tri-County. He's going to pick up the first down. The Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They're going to put the nose of the football right at the 20-yard line. So first down and 10. Tri-County's got the ball. He's seen St. Cecilia 20. Come up to the line of scrimmage again with double tight ends. Three running backs in the backfield behind the quarterback. Houston Parker as he looks over the defense. Handoff here to ends. Slips outside. He's not going to get there. He's going to be drugged down in the play. Good stop there by Hastings St. Cecilia. And making the stop for the Blue Hawks and busting through there is going to be, I think that's Zach Glass. They switched numbers recently. Yeah, Zach Glass on defense. We're number 55 for the Blue Hawks. So Zach Glass gets in there and makes the stop for the Blue Hawks. That was a loss of about a yard or so on the play. Second down and 11. Quick pitch now to ends of the wide side of the field. Saints say in pursuits. They're going to get there and bring him down. Over there for the Blue Hawks, Hunter Stewart, the outside linebacker. He got out there and drugged down Kobe Enns as he tried to turn the corner out there. Hunter Stewart brings him down a loss of a yard on the play. Grant Smith also trailing Stewart there if he have uh, Stewart was not able to bring you down. Schmidt surely would have. He was right in there close. And Tri-County now very quickly going to the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be the half as the clock run out on Tri-County. Yeah, Kobe and stayed and bounced over to the left side. And again, Tri-County was out of timeout, so they had nothing to burn there. That kind of cost them here at the end of the uh, second quarter as they failed to get in the end zone. So they are shut out here in this first half of play by Hastings St. Cecilia. The Blue Hawks have the lead as we head to halftime. The score, Hastings St. Cecilia 35 and Tri-County nothing. You're listening to the State High School Football Playoffs tonight on 1230 KHAS. 
It's Ram Truck Month at Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hastings. You'll find spectacular savings on Rams during Ram Truck Month. The 2016 Rams are arriving daily. You'll find huge discounts on 2015s. We have quad cabs, crew cabs, 1500s, 2500s, and more in stock and ready to move. It's Ram Truck Month at Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281 in Hastings, where the savings are great and the service is even better. go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at halftime. It's 35 to nothing. Hastings St. Cecilia with a lead over Tri-County. Hawks have had the ball five times. They have scored five times. Tri-County has not shut the uh, Hawks down one Iona here in this uh, football game. 35 to zip. The Hawks looking good. Yeah, St. Cecilia got off to a quick start in that first quarter of action and then they're just kind of coasting downhill right now as uh, they have completely dominated this football game. Look at some halftime numbers. They're brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For the visitor, Tri-County Trojans in this first half, we've talked about it all half long, not a lot of offense. They've only attempted one pass. That fell incomplete. But then it's been 20 rushes for the Trojans, just 65 yards, 65 total yards on the ground for Tri-County here in this first half. And the big guy that to come in, the, the big ground gainer, Colby Inns, he had 1,769 yards coming in. He's got 15 carries and just 44 yards, three first downs for Tri-County and three penalties in that first half. For St. Cecilia, they did a lot of damage in that first quarter, but the totals are Grant Schmidt has gone all the way. Six of seven passing tonight, 132 yards. Schmidt has touchdowns, two touchdowns tonight. They come from 26 and 63 yards out. The Hawk rushing attack, very impressive. 19 carries, 147 yards in this first half. 279 of total offense in the ball game, just on 26 offensive plays. We look at the first down, seven first downs for St. Cecilia in that first half and two penalties in the ball game. Some individual leaders, Hunter Fisher in the ball game receiving three receptions, 41 yards. He has one touchdown. He also has seven carries, 108 yards. And for Fisher, one touchdown on the ground. Dayton Seeley tonight has two receptions and 91 yards. He has a touchdown receiving from 63 yards. He also has... Three carries for 24 yards. He also has a touchdown on the ground as well. Grant Schmidt, six carries, five yards. Schmidt with another touchdown from one yard out on the ground. Uh, and one other guy, Zach Kitten, with just one catch. They were able to sock, stop Zach for a loss of one there on the swing pass early in the ballgame. But, again, 
The trenches is where it's all usually won, and on both sides of the ball, St. Cecilia is dominating. They're opening up some big holes. You've got talented backs in there, Fisher and Seeley, and they're doing the damage right now. I don't expect to see a lot of them here in this second half with a 35 to nothing lead. But again, for Tri-County, they're just trying to find something to get up and running. That is uh, just a tough half of football, just 65 yards against the St. Cecilia defense. The Hawks cruising, looking to go unscathed into the go 10-0 into the next round of the C2 playoffs. All right, 35 to nothing. Hastings Saints to say with the lead here over the Tri-County Trojans. Tomorrow we'll be on the road with the Hastings College football team. The Broncos will play at Midland University in Fremont. Kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. Our pregame show with the coach coming up at 12 o'clock noon here on 1230 KHIS. We'll take a one-minute timeout, and we'll come back and have a little chat with a hit man for Hastings College, Tony Harper, as our halftime show continues on 1230 KHIS. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. And we'll spend a couple of minutes here at halftime with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper. The Broncos coming off of a bye week. They've got a road game coming up tomorrow. We'll journey to uh, Fremont to take on Midland University. And, Coach, it was a bye week last week. Enjoy the bye week. Get some things done. I'll tell you what. It was a great bye week. I got to watch my son play flag football. And then uh, as a family, we went out to the pumpkin patch over there by Glenville. And, and then me and the daughter came back early and watched Alabama football. It was a great weekend for us. You just don't look like a pumpkin patch type of guy. Hey, I'll tell you what. I was pretty fired up. They took My son took me through that there corn maze. And, you know, I think I've been out of the country for too long. Because back in the day, I could, benang- I could finagle my way through those corn stalks. I think I'm getting a little bit older. He sings in uh, Midland coming up tomorrow. Uh, you, you've had some days off. Uh, what'd you spend the time on? Ourselves, to be quite honest with you. You know, we, we wanted to tinker and, and do some different things uh, last week during the bye week because we knew the guys were going to give them Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So we wanted to dabble in a couple things that, that we wanted to see if we could run basically against Midland that we thought might be able to help us. And obviously with the change, which I know you're going to ask me about here in a little bit, um, we kind of pulled back on those things. We really focused on ourselves. And, you know, we got a couple major injuries in, in Landon Arnold being done and a couple other guys, uh, Kelly McBride, some different things like that. So we, we put in some young guys just to see how they'd respond. Yeah, Midland fires their football coach on Monday after they lose to Dort last Saturday, 24-17. The athletic director moves down from the administration office. He will be the interim head coach for the rest of the season. His name is uh, Dave Gillespie. Spent some time on the staff at Nebraska and was the recruiting coordinator for uh, Tom Osborne. Spent some time as a high school coach at Lincoln Southwest and also at Hastings High. So 
How's that kind of changed you guys' preparation for this ball game? Well, I, you know, if, if he had been on the staff full-time, we really would have wanted to, to pare it down even more because he would have had, you know, knowledge of his personnel probably. Um, uh, but with him not being on the staff full-time and watching the film and practices all the time and things like that, we expect to see what we've seen from them. With that being said, though, this guy's coach, Coach Gillespie, and I've met him three times, and, and he's a great guy. He's always been very, very polite, very respectful. Um, but at the end of the day, this coach has coached at the Division One level. He's been at the highest level you can on some pretty good football teams. So I'm pretty sure he knows, you know, a coach is a coach. I don't care if it's one year removed or, or 15 year removed. He is a coach. He's going to have some fresh ideas. Um, I guess he's going to have the guys going in the same direction. He's going to have them playing hard for each other and playing hard for the coaches in the school. So I think the energy level is going to be more important than any scheme that they may tweak here or there. Is those guys are going to be playing for each other now. So I say either A, they can they can roll over like an egg here in this ball game, or B, they can be flying all over the place and uh, I anticipate it's going to be B, knowing uh, Coach Gillespie. I, I, I'd agree 100% with you. And then you throw in the only traveling trophy in the G-Pack. And, you tr- and then you throw in um, we're only about 245 apart and we all recruit the same type of guys. So this is just an old-school NIAC game. Um, so we know it's going to be a four-quarter tough game. What about middle? What do we expect? You know, they're going to be big. They're going to be fast. They're going to be athletic. They got a dynamic quarterback that's a trigger man for them. They got two running backs that can hit the hedge and get vertical right now. They got receivers that, that they're not as long as we are, but they can scoot. I mean, they can hit it and go right now. They do a really good job with, with their hitch and goes and screen and goes and things like that. Defensively, they're a 40 front. Um, they're, they're pretty consistent in what they do, but they do a great job of anchoring the A-B gaps with their big interior guys or linebackers or downhill guys we got to make sure we get to the edge and we can outflank them when we need to. Their offense, uh, kind of a unique offense, kind of hard to stop, too. It really is. You know, and uh, talking to you and, and Nick the other day, uh, you, they threw the stat out that they're the number two ranked pass offense in the conference. And, uh, and I wouldn't even have guessed it, to be honest with you, because I don't look at the stats because it seems like they just get that chunk every time when they're running the football. And I want to stop the run. That's always the first thing. But it's unique from the standpoint of there's basically three reads on every single play. They're bread and butters. They're going to run some O uh, and do some things like that. But their bread and butter is they're going to run that zone read like everybody else does. If the end crashes down, the quarterback's going to pull it. But there's a second read to it, or excuse me, a third read to it, that if that slot area defender or whoever comes down, he'll hit the bubble, whether it's a hitch, a bubble, a vertical, a drag, or slant, or anything like that. So there's basically three options in every single time. So they're as close to 50-50 as you can be. And it's going to come down to the defense uh, uh, tomorrow. We're going to have to play perfect football. Puts a lot of pressure on the linebackers, right? That type of thing. It, it really does, and, and to, you got to have linebackers that know what the call is. To be quite honest with you, that they can get the quick read. Number two, and, and then number three, we got to make sure that we adjust our alignment each time. Because if we show them the same alignment, it's just basically like like blocking blocking your kid. You know, it's you know where it's going to be. We got to create angles, and we're not exactly the biggest or the fastest, but I think our linebackers get a good feel for things. So it really stresses them out. You know, oh, it's third down. I'm going to have to drop. Well, and here comes that inside zone right up you. So we got to read our keys. We got to trust in our keys. We got to get going. Three games left in the season Midland tomorrow, then Dort next week, Nebraska Wesleyan, uh, the last game of the season. What's the message for the guys to, to finish off strong? Finish strong. That's, that's what it is. We're playing for each other. I mean, and, you know, the season is not. 
where it's at, where we wanted it to be at this point in time. It's not what our goals are, and we're never satisfied. Even if we were, we wanted to be a little bit better, you know. So to finish strong, we tell the guys, okay, two things are going to happen here with these next three games. Two, one, we got to become better. We got to want to compete. We got we to expect to go out there and play our style of game and make the other team match us, number one. Number two, understand what we're building and who we're playing for. We got seniors that are going to be here gone in four weeks. We got these guys for three more weeks, and, and we want to play for them. And that's the biggest thing because we are laying a foundation. This thing doesn't happen overnight. But if we can get successful, if we can t- continue to compete and fight every single time, then, then we'll get this thing going where it needs to be. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings. Again, kickoff will be at 1. Pre-game show begins at noon tomorrow on 1230 KHAS. Fall is here, and so are cool days and nights. Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney has new fall clothing arriving daily. Purchase a new sport coat to take you from casual dress paired with Heritage 34 denim or dress it up with a wool pant, shirt, and tie. All sports coats are now 30% off. Buy any dress shirt and any tie at half price. All new men's and ladies' Tommy Bahama for relaxed wear has arrived. Check out the new fall colors and textures. Shop fall. Shop now at Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings, and on the bricks in Kearney. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Class C2 State Playoffs tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings St. Cecilia out on top of Tri-County. The score 35 to nothing. Checking some other scores. Class A, Carney has lost tonight to Millard North. Carney was the number 12 seed in Class A. Millard North, the number 5 seed, beating the Bearcats today by the score of 37-21. It's uh, Grand Island trailing Omaha North. They're at halftime. Omaha North has got a 14-10 lead over uh, Grand Island. Those are uh, some Class A games. Class B, Aurora has beaten the Lions today by a score of 54-13. We've got Gretna winners over Scotts Bluff, 42-28 in Class B. McCook is leading Beatrice 7-0 at halftime. We've got Plattsmouth leading Bennington, 27-0 at halftime. Elkhorn South. They won by 50 today over Sydney, 70 to 20. York has got a 21 to nothing lead over Omaha. Ron Colley, they're at halftime. It's a Lincoln Pius leading Grand Island Northwest, 14 to nothing. They're at halftime, and in the second quarter, Omaha Scott out on top of Waverly, 23 to three. In Class C1, second quarter score: Columbus Scotus, 42, O'Neill nothing. Ashland Greenwood has beaten Chase County, 42 to 14 today. We've got Central City out on top of Broken Bow at halftime. It is 20 to nothing. Also at halftime, Wilbur Claytonia, 7. Boone Central, Newman Grove, 6. Boys Town with a lead over Syracuse at half, 14 to nothing. You've got Wahoo leading Holdridge, 14 to 7. They're at halftime. Fourth quarter score, Ogallala, 17. Bishop Newman, 13. Norfolk Catholic today beating Falls City by a score of 42 to nothing. Other Class C2 games going on tonight. At halftime, it's Battle Creek, the number one seed in Class C2. They've got a 47 to nothing lead over Elmwood Murdoch. At halftime, Donovan Trumbull hanging on to a 7 to nothing lead 
over West Holt. Second quarter score, Oakland Craig 20. Omaha Brownell Talbot has got seven. Final score, Gibbon over Bridgeport, 33-8. to eight. Halftime score, Aquinas Catholic leading Archbishop Bergen, 41 to nothing. Halftime score, North Platte St. Pat's surprising Sutton, 7-6. to six. Like that ball game in Sutton tonight, but North Platte St. Pat's 7-6 to six lead at halftime over the Mustangs. Utan has won over Crofton by a score of 20-7. to seven. So Utan will get the winner of this ball game coming up next Friday night. Hastings St. Cecilia leading Tri-County here at the break by a score of 35 to nothing. We've got some, uh, let's see, Silver Lake today has upset Spalding Academy in class uh, in the six-man ranks. Silver Lake upsetting Spalding Academy by the score of 48-44. to I think if you go to your Wednesday edition of the Hastings Daily Tribune, there was only one guy that took Silver Lake this week in the weekly picks. And he's a very close counterpart to you standing just to your right in our... Uh, and our Mecca right here, Silver Lake, big win over Spalding Academy today, 48-44. to I like that. Well, it's a good thing you can pick high school games, Wizard, because you weren't very good last week, I, I might add. You're able to throw one in every now and then. So that's uh, what's going on. The Class D ranks, they were played last night. Classes uh, D1 and D2 in action last night. We had uh, Blue Hill winners over Elm Creek, 55-26. to Blue Hill is going to play... Burwell in the next round. Burwell knocking out Boyd County last night, 59 to 26. Amherst was a winner last night over Sutherland, 65 to 8. Elgin Pope John over Axtell by the score of 52 to 28. Some Class D2 games from last night. Crawford 28, Alma 16. Kennesaw they beat Giltner last night, 81 to 6. Yeah, Kennesaw 81, Giltner 6. And Lawrence Nelson beat Lions Decatur Northeast by a score of 38 to 22. 35 to nothing here. He's seeing St. Cecilia with a lead over Tri County. We're sneaking up on the second half. We'll take a one minute break. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. This football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. 1230 KHAS. I'm right, back here at uh, Duncan Field in Hastings. 35 to nothing is a score. Be- biggest discussion during halftime was how far is it to, to Fremont? Yeah, how far is it to Fremont? What time does the bus have to leave for tomorrow? That's always discussed usually at the end of these high school games. Since we're yeah, one, my- half, one half away, we start discussing it early. We figured out when to. We'll see how the night progresses. Two hours and 28 minutes, I've been told. <laughs> 
I'll be ready, rest assured. As the Hawks will be into the football, Grant Schmidt getting this second half underway. All right, here comes the kickoff. It's going to be Tri-County fielding the ball to 15-yard line, back to the 20-25, and down he goes. That's Williams bringing the ball back again for Tri-County. So Tri-County had uh, 65 yards of total offense in the first half, couple of first downs. And now Tri-County, the Trojans will start deep in their own territory. Just underway here in the third quarter with the Hawks out on top, 35 to nothing in this ball game. And we've got uh, Tri-County going to have the ball down here at the 24-yard line. So he's set up with uh, three running backs in the backfield now. They're going to hand the ball away again to Enns, and Enns crashes forward. He slides through there for a yard or two. So Kobe Enns, who had 1,769 yards and 199 carries coming into the football game here tonight. He has found the running a little tough here against the uh, Saints and State defense. Pick up of two, second down and eight. Well, it's been very tough to run. Uh, they've had a tough time getting ins going anywhere, whether it's outside the tackles or inside. Again, this five-man front of Saints and State has dominated the trenches, and they have stopped ends only 46 yards down for ends. Here's ends again looking inside, tries to race to the outside, and he's going to be ripped down there by the Hawks. Getting through there is going to be Hunter Fisher. Brings him down for a loss on the play of two yards. Hunter Fisher like he was shot out of a cannon there. Brings down the Kobe ends for a loss of a couple of yards. So what he gained on the previous play, he lost it right there in his third down and ten. Well, that's one thing. It's very tough to get outside on this St. Cecilia defense because out on the edges, they're tremendous with speed. It's them running backs that are out there, although Seeley not out there this second half. But Fisher plays a big part of that defense and that linebacker right in the middle of the field. But he can cover ground in a hurry. He gets over there to able to bring down ends for a loss of two. So now it's going to bring up a third down, third and ten, the ball at the 25. Clock at the 10-04 mark here in the third quarter. Here they're going to try to throw the football across the middle. That baby's going to be caught out here at the 35-yard line to the 36. Making the reception there was uh, Carson Hicks. He climbs the ladder to bring that baby down. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down out here at the 36-yard line. So they get something going here. Trying County brings the ball to the 36. You mentioned Dayton Seeley tweaked his ankle there in the first half, not playing here in half number two. We've got, uh, looks like Sam Clark is in his spot in one of the linebacker positions here for St. Cecilia. First down and 10 yards to go. Balls at the 36-yard line, and now they fumble the football back here. It's loose, and St. Cecilia comes up with it. Mike Walls hops on top of the pig here for St. Cecilia. It looked like the quarterback, Houston Parker, and the running back ends Ran into each other back there, and the ball pops loose. Mike Walls right there, and the Hawks have the ball at the 33-yard line of Tri-County. Well, and just what Tri-County didn't want to see at the start of this game is a quick start for St. Cecilia. You surely don't want to turn the football over to them deep in your own territory. The Hawks now come onto the field with 8.57. Clocks are moving. They got the football at the Trojan 34. It's a 35 to nothing lead for St. Cecilia and Schmidt in the offense back on the field. Man comes in motion. That's Clark. They fake the ball to him. Schmidt wants to throw. Airs it down the left sideline. Kitten grabs the ball at the 10. Five-yard line. Touchdown. Grant Schmidt gets it to Zach Kitten down the near sideline. Not a man around. Somebody forgot Zach Kitten. And how can you uh, forget a man like that? Kitten grabs the ball. An easy touchdown pass. That one covers 34 yards, and the Hawks now lead 41 to nothing. Kitten's fourth touchdown of the season, and he lined up as a wide receiver out here right in front of the Hawk bench. And that was just a simple mismatch. The defender could not stay with Kitten as he just runs straight downfield. Schmidt hit him in stride, and 34 yards later, the Hawks have another 
another touchdown. I don't see Grandma on the stand. She might have tipped over in a rocking chair on that one. As Schmidt is in for the PAT, the ball is down. The kick is up, and it is no good. Pulled off to the left side by Grant Schmidt. So the Hawks will continue leading this ball game with 8.41 left to go here in the third quarter. As St. Cecilia, 41, Tri-County nothing. You listen to high school football on KHAS. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. St. Cecilia's six possessions, six scores. They score this one after a uh, fumble. They got into the end zone quickly there. A 34-yard touchdown pass. Grant Schmidt to Zach Kitten. 41 to nothing. A running clock here in the second half. This one won't last long. And the Hawks will get ready for round number two coming up Friday night. That'll be a home game next week. And again, we'll let you know as far as the starting time is concerned, but it'll be next Friday night back here at Duncan Field as Utan knocked off Crofton today. So both of these te- both of those teams were at home tonight. So the team with a higher point average gonna get the home game in round number two, and that'll be Saint Cecilia. Here comes the kickoff. Ends has problems with it down there. You gotta get on top of the football. He's gonna be snowed under back here. Back at the 10-yard line, getting down there for St. Cecilia was Hunter Stewart. Ends had a hard time picking it up, and then it's like his, he had oil on his, his hands there. He just couldn't pick it up, and finally he had to uh, get on top of it there as Hunter Fisher was down there in a hurry. So a big mistake on special teams for Tri-County. They'll start deep in their own hole at the 13-yard line. Well, again, we talk about the, the conditions down there. It is continuing to rain. It has been raining all through the game and the pregame preparations. And, again, the football is very cold. It's wet. The conditions down there, again, are uh, getting a bit sloppy. And Inns just fortunate to get on that football. They'll start at their own 12. Here's a handoff again to Enns. He tries to slide through there. He runs into Fisher after a couple of yard gain as he brings it to the 15 out to about the 16 yard line. So Hunter Fisher head of the stop there for Hastings Saints to say the 195 pound senior. So the Blue Hawks playing very well in this football game tonight, leading 41 to nothing. Clock is running at the 740 mark of the third quarter. When you look at total offensive plays, St. Cecilia's run virtually the same amount of plays as Tri-County has. It's just been big strike offense for St. Cecilia and for uh, Tri-County. 60, excuse me, 74 yards of total offense as of right now. Here's uh, another running play, and again, that's going to be uh, drugged down for a little, if any, gain. Time to take Here's the big guy there, Shane Jikstra, and he gets the same result as he's drugged down a couple of yard loss in the play, third down and 10 yards to go. But again, you can see the frustration setting in on the running backs for Tri-County. Again, Enns is very frustrated. He's not able to get any positive yards, really, so to speak, in this ball game. And as Isra, he's having a tough time going, smacks the football, gives it to the official. And now we'll be looking at a third down and about eight yards to go. Actually, ten yards to go. The clock moving, 649. It's going to be a quick second half here as we're uh, quite a ways through this third quarter. Got a running clock situation with a... The score being 41 to nothing. Here's a pass across the middle. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Farmer at the 20-yard line. Brings it back to the 15 and drug down here on the near sideline. 
Farmer is going to pick off the pass. He's going to be tackling the play here on the near sideline by Ryan Musel of the Tri-County. So the Hawks have the ball back first down and 10 at the 14-yard line officially of Tri-County. Pops didn't jump out of the press box, did he? He's still sitting over there. As uh, Tim Farmer up here with us. But again, uh, Grand Farmer playing center field back there. Fisher almost tipped the football in the middle of the field, but uh, Farmer makes the interception. And it's a first and 10. You've got the, the football at the 15-yard line at the six-minute mark. Hawks in front, 41-0. Three wide receivers split out wide to the right side. Hunter Fisher inside handoff. Takes it down to about the 11. So pick up a four yards in the play. Tackle is made in there by Tri-County. And into the stop is Jacob Hutchinson. Hutchinson, one of the guys that made the uh, weight day. five foot, 965-pound senior for uh, the Trojans. A pickup of four, second down and six yards to go from the 11-yard line of Tri-County. Clock is running with five and a half to play in the third quarter. 41-0, Hastings Saints is with a lead. Trip set out wide to the right side. Kitten will come to the left side. Here's a Grant Schmidt, hands the ball away to Hunter Fisher. Angles off on the right side, takes the ball down close to the oh, first down stakes at the five-yard line. Hunter Fisher down to about the five. We'll see where the officials spot the football. Going to be very close to that first down stake. As the official takes a look to the uh, far sideline, trying to eyeball this one, and they give him the Crozier Park Pharmacy the first down. The Crozier Park Pharmacy first down down here at the five-yard line. So the Hawks in the red zone, knocking on touchdown door again for the seventh time here in this ballgame. Kitten now the wide receiver split out wide to the right side. You've got two wide receivers off to the left. Hunter Fisher in the backfield. They're going to hand the ball away to Fisher. Slides through there. He's at the four. He's at the three. He's down to the two-yard line. Hunter Fisher moving the ball down to about the two-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Tri-County. And in the stop is going to be Cooper Smith. So they got her down here close again. It's going to bring up a second down situation here. As St. Jose has got the ball down here. Knocking on touchdown door. The Hawks already leading by a score of 41 to nothing. They got the ball riding between the one and the two-yard line. Hawks moving from our right to our left. They're in the second quarter of play. Or actually the second half of play. We're in the third period. Hunter Fisher in the backfield. Just to the right of Grant Schmidt, who's waiting for the snap. Chris Lee goes in motion. There's Schmidt with the ball. He takes it around the right end and takes it into the end zone for the score. Standing up, Grant Schmidt moves it in there. For Saints to say, this time from uh, officially two yards out, we'll call it. It's now 47 to nothing. St. Cecilia's got the lead. Grant Smith, really not a lot tonight as far as rushing the football numbers. Seven carries, six yards, but he has two touchdowns, both coming from one yard out. But Smith's number is very impressive, throwing seven of eight, passing 166 yards. He has three touchdowns. Schmidt will stay in the game and attempt the point after the Hawks have added another six. It's 47 to nothing. All right, so Grant Schmidt will try it again. He missed his last one. Here's the extra point. It is up there, and this one is going to be good. So he's back on track here. Grant Schmidt hits the PAT. We've got a timeout. Three minutes and 59 seconds to play now. In the third quarter, it's Hastings Saints to say a 48. Tri-County nothing. Get more than you expect. Direct. The Columbus Day sale is on now at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Revitalize your bedroom with four-piece bedroom sets including dresser, mirror, headboard, and nightstand as low as $4.99. Treat yourself and enjoy the luxury of a lift recliner, only $4.99. No interest financing is available, too. 24 months, subject to credit approval. Hurry into Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings, behind Sonics, and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. 
High school football coverage during the state playoffs brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. By Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. And by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 48 to nothing. Hastings Saints is saying with a lead over Tri-County. Here comes the uh, kickoff. End over end. Bounces at the 25. Back to the 20. Return here. Back to the 25 to the 30. Onto the 33-yard line. Kobe Enns bringing the ball back there for uh, Tri-County. So, again, the Trojans will have the ball. Tri-County moved the ball into St. Cecilia territory at the end of the second quarter, but time ran out of them as they burned uh, three timeouts earlier in the half, and time expired before they got anything really seriously toward the goal line at the end of the the first half, and they haven't sniffed uh, the St. Cecilia into the field ever since. We got the ball at the 34 right now with three minutes and 23 seconds to play here in the third quarter. There's a, a fumbled snap again as... Houston Parker having problems with a snap from his center. His falls back on the ball here, back here at the 33-yard line. Loss of about a yard in the play, second down at 11. You go back to that, uh, the end of the second quarter, you talk about the time they moved the football into St. Cecilia territory. They had uh, five consecutive carries, very successful, eight, nine, seven, 15, and eight yards. But since then, it's been a gain of one, loss of two, gain of one, loss of two, loss of two, fumble, fumble. Not very good. They have still yet to get over the 100-yard mark in total offense here in this ballgame. They're going to bring the ball back here to Enns. He's going to be stacked up again. He's going to be thrown for a loss. Just no uh, move, no movement out of the front offensive line there for uh, Tri-County. Saints is just bowling their way to the ball carriers there. Mike Walls again having a heyday defensively for Hastings Saints to say. That was a loss in the play there of about, uh, what, four yards. Third down and about 15 yards to go we got 2.20 to play in the third quarter. The ball is pushed back here to the 31-yard line. Sutton has got on top of North Platte St. Pat's there in the third quarter. Sutton now leading North Platte St. Pat's by a score of 12-7. And we'll have all the scores coming up after the ball game tonight on the CPI Mr. Tire Scoreboard Show. Merrill Lawson will be along with all the scores tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Classes D1 and D2 going last night. The remaining classes, A, B, C1, and C2, playing their first-round playoff games tonight. Third down, 15 yards to go. Running play, straight up the gut, and, that, and that's about four yards. Kobe ends carrying the ball there. Tackle is made by Sam Clark for Hastings Saints as they defensively. And now Tri-County will be looking at a fourth-down situation. Fourth down and still about, what, 11 yards to go for the first down. We'll see what Tri-County wants to do here. They're going to punt the football away. Dropping back, doing the uh, punting chores here is going to be Carson Hicks. Averages 36.8 yards per kick. Longest one this year has been 48 yards. Two dangerous return men back here for St. Cecilia, Sam Clark, and also Hunter Fisher. Here comes the kick. High into the air. Angles toward uh, Clark over there at the 35. That's going to go out of bounds as it takes a hop across the sideline, across the uh, 32-yard line. That's where St. Cecilia will start. First down and 10 yards to go. They have scored on every possession. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. It's a 48 to nothing. The Hawks have the lead. When you look at the numbers, they got off to a huge start uh, very quickly. 122 yards on 10 carries in that first quarter. Since then, they had 25 yards in the second quarter. They've only got 14 yards here 
But it's been, uh, again, the big plays early in the ball game, and they've been able to come up with a couple of turnovers, get the football down deep in uh, Tri-County territory, and they've just, uh, again, flat dominated the game at the line of scrimmage. And we'll check some of the players out there. Again, Smith will stay in there at quarterback, Fisher at running back, and a host of trio receivers to the left side. Here's a handoff to Fisher as they go off the left side. He picks up about a yard or two. Saints will say you still with their front line players in there with a 48 to nothing lead. And Carl was concerned about this ball game. We spent some time with him uh, throughout the week. He was kind of concerned about this ball game. But, hey, your team has played well tonight. Saints will say off to a great start here in the uh, state playoffs. Carl is concerned about each and every team that he uh, he plays. Carl, Carl standing at the 30-yard line just applauding his troops. Carl just kind of an advisor out there anymore as we have ended the third quarter. All right, three quarters in the books tonight. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings Saints to say a 48 and Tri-County nothing. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. We are back at a very wet Duncan Field. Almost ready to start the fourth quarter of action. St. Cecilia on top, 48 to nothing. But we'll bring you through three-quarter numbers brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings, shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. For Tri-County through three-quarters, again, not a lot of offense. 67 yards on the ground for the Trojans, only 11 yards through the air, 78 yards, four first downs. For Tri-County for the Hawks, it's 166 yards through the air, 162 on the ground, 328, very balanced through three quarters. There's a running play, Farmer in the ball game now, and Farmer's going to be chopped down at about the uh, 36-yard line. So uh, Farmer into the ball game now for uh, Hastings St. Cecilia as the second and third team offensive unit has a chance to perform here tonight. We'll have a running clock, obviously, here in the fourth quarter with St. Cecilia out of time by a score of 48 to nothing. So this is going to be a, a quick quarter for us here tonight. St. Cecilia looking at third down and about four yards to go. Ball is at the 38-yard line. There's a fumbled snap. And let's see. I think the Hawks are on top of it back here at the 35-yard line. No, they're going to point Tri-County's way. So uh, White fumbled a snap. They had a new quarterback in there. The snap was a little bit high. And... Uh, it's a fumble for St. Cecilia. So the first turnover for St. Cecilia here in the ball game tonight. So their string of seven consecutive possessions ends here with a fumble by the uh, second teamers, the Little Hawks. The Little Hawks fumble the ball away at the 36-yard line. Still got some growth on them feathers. And now quickly, Randy Aarons throws the starting defense back in. That is all your starters with the exception of Seeley. And now we've got a whistle down on the field here to stop play momentarily. Randy wants that shutout tonight, huh? We got the ball into the 36-yard line. It's 48 to nothing. The Blue Hawks have the lead. There's a fumbled snap. It's picked up here. And just uh, going forward with it is going to be Shane Jeekstra. And Jeekstra moves the ball down here to onto 31-yard line. And now there are a couple guys jawing out there. They return back to their respective huddles here. Sam Clark into the stop for St. Cecilia. It's second down at about 
Five yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 31-yard line. You know what you say when you're in a jawing match like that, and you're the you're the you're the team leading. Yeah, just say check the scoreboard. Yeah, scoreboard. Scoreboard. Yeah, scoreboard. Go to your huddle. Second down and five yards to go. The ball is at the 31-yard line of Saint Cecilia. They bring the ball back here again to ends and ends just stumbles forward down here to about the 28-yard line. Kobe ends continues to carry the mail here for Tri County. A uh, pickup of two yards in a play, third down, and about three yards to go. The ball's at the 28 with 9.56 to play here in the football game. Well, Enns has finally hit the half a century mark. He's now at 50 carries, averaging just just slightly over two yards a carry here tonight against this Hawk defense. Yeah, that's a tough 50 yards, tough way to make a living here tonight. He's going to uh, no, be Jeekstra carrying the ball as he takes it to the hole. First man through there. He's going to be very close to the first down stakes. And they're going to give him the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, down here at the 26-yard line. So a first down here for Tri-County, following the St. Cecilia fumble by the uh, second and third teamers out there offensively. Tri-County with their best chance here to put some points on the scoreboard. 9-17 and running here in the fourth quarter. Big Mike Walls uh, on a little breather over here in the sidelines. He trots back on, snaps his cap down. He's ready for action. Walls has had a good game defensively for this Hawk uh, football team. Here's a handoff again. That's going to be uh, Kobe Enns. He carries the ball for another two yards down to the 23-yard line. Moves it from the 25 down to the 23-yard line. Last guy to get up again was Sam Clark for Houston St. Cecilia. Zach Kitten also getting up there for the Hawks. So second down and eight yards to go. The ball is at the 23-yard line of St. Cecilia with 8.44 to play here in the ball game. I was looking for Seeley down here on the sidelines. He was walking around towards the end of the uh, first half. A lot of Hawks down here with the jury, with the uh, jackets on, so we can't uh, see, but not setting on the sidelines. Hopefully it's just a uh, minor injury for Seeley. There's a handoff again to ends, and that time he's going to be stacked up. That's Seth Kierkegaard bringing him down right there. He did not hardly get started, and Kierkegaard drags him down. And it's going to be no gain in the play. Third down and eight yards to go. The ball stays to the 23. Yeah, if you're just joining us, Dayton Seeley kind of tweaked an ankle Late in the second quarter, it came out. The Hawks were comfortably ahead at that time. And the Sealy has not returned. I'm sure just a, a precaution. Dayton will be all right by the time next Friday rolls around, I'm sure. Third down, eight yards to go from the 23-yard line of St. Cecilia. Now the left guard moves. The left guard moves over here for uh, Tri-County. That's a Ben Schmidt. Ben Schmidt moves, an illegal procedure call on the Trojans. So instead of third down and eight, now it's third down and 13 yards to go. Ball pushed back here to the 28-yard line with 7.50 to play now here in the fourth quarter. I think Seth Kierkegaard over here on this right side jumped, did not go across the line of scrimmage, but he made the uh, left tackle nervous. He pulled out from his stance, and that'll cost him some yardage. That is the uh, fourth first down for Tri-County here in this ball game. so it'll set up a third down and 13 ball at the 28, and uh, we are at the 7.37 mark in this ballgame. Coming up after the ball game, we'll have our player of the game, the coach's post-game show. That will get you into the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show. All the scores from the first round of the state playoffs here tonight. Kobe ends with the ball. Kobe ends right in the center of the field. Across the 25 to the 20. Takes the ball down the 15-yard line before he's finally brought down. That's going to be enough for a first down. So Kobe ends. Picks up a first down there. The Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Mike Walls into the stop for St. Cecilia. That was a nice run there by Kobe Enns. It's going to be a little bit too late, though, for the Trojans. It will be, and for Enns, that is, uh, I was just looking, longest carry from scrimmage. We'll give him uh, 12 on that carry. Eight, a 15-yarder in the uh, 
second quarter of action, but uh, ends now with 64 yards. But we've got another timeout on the field here with St. Cecilia leading in this ball game. It is Hawks 48, Trojans nothing. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I Sutton has scored again. The Mustangs out on top of North Platte St. Pat's has scored 18-7. We've got Aquinas Catholic in class C2 leading Archbishop Bergen 41 to nothing. They're in the fourth quarter of play. Utan has beaten Crofton today 20-7. So Utan gets the winner of this one next Friday night. It looks like it's going to be a home game for Hastings St. Cecilia. We'll let you know about the uh, starting time. Next Friday night, there's an inside handoff again. That's uh, going to be Jeekstra with the ball as Jeekstra runs over a couple of guys and takes the ball down inside the five-yard line to about the four. So uh, Jeekstra carrying the ball there for the Trojans of Tri-County. They've got the ball down here at the officially the three-yard line, they say. So Tri-County trying to avoid the, the shutout here. We're down to six and a half minutes to play in the ball game. This one was set up by the fumble by uh, Hastings Saints to say by the second and third team offense. There's a Jeekstra. He gets the inside handoff, and he takes it toward the goal line. Did he get in there? Yes, he did. So uh, Jeekstra takes it in from three yards out, and Tri-County is on the scoreboard. Well, now, finally, it took almost uh, three and a half quarters for uh, Tri-County to get any points onto the board. They've, uh, they have had a couple of good drives here in this uh, football game, but that one there, the best by far. And uh, Jigstra takes it in from three yards out, and now the PAT pinning. It's now a 48-6 St. Cecilia lead. So the PAT coming up here for Tri-County. Ball is down. The kick is up, and this one is going to sail off of the right side. It's going to be no good. So the uh, PAT is going to be no good. We've got six minutes and 19 seconds to play in the ball game. We'll take a break. Now the score, Hastings St. Cecilia 48, Tri-County 6. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. High school football action for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Tonight's game under the lights brought to you by Krieger Electric, serving the greater Hastings Quad County area since 1950 with complete electrical service for all of your commercial, industrial, and residential needs. Get a hold of Krieger Electric at 402-462-5757 or online at KriegerElectric.com. All right, so it's a 48-6 ball game. Tri-County's finally on the scoreboard on a three-yard run by Shane Jeekstra. Following a Hastings Saints to say a fumble by the Little Hawks. And now Tri-County will get ready to kick off here. Tri-County now with uh, 119 yards of total offense. They finally eclipsed the century mark. 
of total offense after that three-yard touchdown run and that best drive back deep for St. Cecilia as expected. None of the starters. It'll be Clark and also uh, it looks like Stewart Clark, back there. Yeah, Hunter Stewart. Here's the uh, kickoff. Clark is going to take it. He just comes up to the 25-yard line and, and kneels down. <laughs> he brings it to 25 and says, nope, you're not going to hit me. I'll just take a knee right here at the 25-yard line. And that's where St. Cecilia will start first down and 10 with six minutes to play. And, again, that uh, clock will continue to move. We'll have a lot of the uh, second, third. Anybody dressed in a St. Cecilia uniform, get over here. You can get in the game. We try to get you in the ball game. I'm not wearing the right color tonight. I've, I've got red on tonight. I won't be able to get into the ball game. So it's first down and 10. Hawks will have the ball on the 25-yard line. Clock is uh, running, and now we're going to have, uh, what, a timeout. South Alley, the offensive coordinator for Saints to say, want to make sure everybody is on the right page. It looks like they were missing an offensive lineman, so they called a timeout to get everybody situated. Seth not happy there. Five minutes and 42 seconds to play. Timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. We'll be back with more after this. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here. We've got Sam Clark carrying the ball. Well, he's seeing Saints to say no gain in the play as the Hawks are back here at their own 24 yard line. Quarterbacking now for Saints to say is Grant Farmer, just a sophomore, 150 pounder for the Blue Hawks. It's second down and 11 yards to go, 520 to play in the ball game. Player of the game coming up, coaches post game show, then Merritt Lawson will be along. He's got the CPI Mr. Tire scoreboard show all the scores from across the state. First round of the state playoffs tonight in classes A, B, C1, and C2. Farmer waiting for the snap. He's got it. Hands the ball away. That's a Clark again with the ball as he brings it across the 25-yard line to about the 26-27 yard line. Give him a pickup of a couple on the play. It's third down and eight yards to go. Have a look at some of the big guns here for Saints to see in this ball game. Obviously, they're done. Fisher will end the night with 10 carries and 114 yards. Fisher with one touchdown on the ground. He's uh, also caught one through the air. We'll go all through them at the end of the ball game. But to some big nights for the uh, skill players for Saints to see. Third down here for Saints to see. Here's Luke Consbrook on a little wide receiver reverse play, and that's going to go nowhere as it's blowing up at about the 27-yard line. So Luke Consbrook carrying the ball there for Saints to see. And now the Hawks on a fourth down. We'll see if they punt the football away, and they probably will here with a 48-6 lead. So Saints to see will go to 10-0 on the season. They'll play again next Friday night against UTAN, who picked up a win over Crofton tonight by a score of 20-7. to Utan is the number seven seed in the Class C2 state tournament field. Gonna have to start working on uh, Utan. I don't believe in all our years of doing games, we've we've done Utan. Don't, don't even know, know the mascot. Don't even know where Utan is at. I think they're in the northeastern part of the state up there. Yeah, we got to act like we've done this before. White will kick the ball away. A punter for Saint Cecilia bounces at the uh, 45. Uh, go on a bounce at the uh, 41-yard line of Tri County. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't remember ever doing a Utan. Utan football or Utan basketball, basketball game. I don't think 
That might be a, a virgin team, UTAN. Huh. We'll see them next Friday night. Yeah, we'll start doing research on them early. Of course, after we get back from Fremont. UTAN. That's who we're going to play next. That'll be next Friday night. And again, we'll let you know about the, the starting time as soon as Randy Aarons and the crew wants us know from Hastings Saints to say it. So it's going to be a first down and 10 here for uh, Tri-County. We're down to three minutes to play here in this one. What does Mr. Farmer want? Does he know where UTAN is at? I don't. I think he's motioning to our. I think he's messing with our heater dial. We don't need that turned down. Mr. It's Farmer, up here. he would know where UTAN was at. I bet. Clock is running here. We're in the fourth quarter. Here's an inside handoff again to Jeekstra. Jeekstra carrying the ball for a couple of yards. So Tri County is going to end their season with a mark of six wins and four losses. They lost their first three games this season and came back to win six straight. Qualifying for the state playoffs, but they run into a machine here tonight. As uh, Hastings Saints is saying, it's pretty well uh, steamrolled them right out of the playoffs. It's 48-6 to six in favor of the Hawks right now. Uh, here comes a Tri-County up to the line of scrimmage. And Randy, Randy, Randy wants to what, time out. What are we doing, Randy? What are we doing? We're going to get... Uh, Gotta get some more people into the ball game here. So Randy calls a Hess Auto Body Shop timeout here with two minutes and 13 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break. Saints to City of 48 and Tri County 6. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. Second down, five yards to go. Sliding through there again is going to be uh, I think that's Jeekstra with the ball as he moves it across the 50 to the uh, 45-yard line of St. Cecilia. That's Cooper Smith carrying the ball for the Tri-County Trojans down here to the Saints and Cecilia 44. Now we got a penalty flag. We got a penalty flag down here in the defensive secondary for Saints and Cecilia. So we got to come over and uh, discuss things with the Saints and Cecilia coaching staff. Minute and 53 seconds to play. It's going to be illegal substitution, I think, was the call there on the Saints and Cecilia. So they're going to march off some penalty yards here. On the Blue Hawks, and to bring the ball across the uh, 40. Illegal participation. This going to be a 10 yard penalty down here to the 29 and a half yard line. So Tri County scored in their last possession after St. Cecilia fumbled the ball away. And now Tri County with a chance to uh, maybe tack on another one here. With a minute and 50 seconds to play there at the line of scrimmage, Hunter Parker is the uh, quarterback as he stays in. And now a new man in there at uh, quarterback as he hands the ball away. And that's going nowhere. Down there for Tri-County at quarterback is going to be Creighton Niemeyer. Niemeyer is the uh, freshman quarterback now for the uh, Trojans. And they're mopping up late in this ball game. They move the ball down to about the 25-yard line. It's going to bring up a second down and seven situation here for Tri-County with a buck 20 left here in this ball game. Wide receiver splits out to the left side. Niemeyer is under center. High formation behind him. Niemeyer looking over the defense. Turns, hands the ball away, and that's uh, 
running outside and getting a couple of yards there, carrying the ball for Tri-County. That time was Cooper Smith. Cooper Smith gets a couple of yards off of right tackle as he moves the ball down to the 22-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down situation. Okay, with the mass media stuff we have anymore, I've done started research. Utah is about 15 miles from Wahoo. I know where Wahoo's at. We'll see that tomorrow. And their nickname is the Chieftains. All right, so the we'll see the Chieftains. We'll see the Chieftains, Chieftains, Chieftains next uh, Friday night. Here's another handoff. That's going to be no. Now the quarterback fumbles the ball. That's Niemeyer. He gets back on top of the 26-yard line. He fixed the ball inside. I think he wanted to throw the football there, but it fell out of his hands. Back here at the 26-yard line. Clock is running with 20 seconds to play, and Tri County probably not in any hurry here. They're trailing in the ball game, 48 to six. They do. Get up to the line of scrimmage here. They take a look at the clock. Ten seconds. This will be their their final play of the season. Niemeyer with hands under center. Waiting for the snap. He's got it. Turns. Hands the ball away. Cooper Smith with the ball. Cooper Smith gets uh, three, four yards. And he's going to be drugged down right there. And that is the end of the ball game. Hastings St. Cecilia wins their first round game in Class C2 here tonight. As the Hawks uh, get out to a big lead at the end of the first half. They led it 28 to nothing. They'll go on to cruise to the victory here tonight as they knock off the uh, Tri-County Trojans in the first round game, 48-6 in this uh, first round ball game. So again, St. Cecilia will play the UTAN Chieftains coming up uh, next Friday night. We'll let you know on the game time, but we'll have the game for you here on 1230 KHAS next Friday night. We'll take a break, come back, check the final numbers as we continue with high school football on 1230 KHAS. go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm I'm kind of proud of them. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. So he's seeing Saints to see who wins it tonight by a score of 48 to 6. Jimmy will t- total up the uh, final numbers. Get to the scoring. Saints to see scored in the first seven possessions tonight. That took him all the way into the uh, second half, into the third quarter. Saints to see in their first possession. They got a 26 yard touchdown from Grant Schmidt to Hunter Fisher to make it 7 to nothing. They got the ball back, went on a three-play 73-yard drive. This time it was a 56-yard touchdown run by Hunter Fisher. Following the PAT, it was 14 to nothing. We were still in the first quarter. St. Cecilia getting the ball back again, their third possession, a 62-yard pass from Grant Schmidt to Dayton Seeley, and it was 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter here tonight. St. Cecilia then adding a uh, touchdown in the uh, second quarter. A six-yard run by Dayton Seeley. That made it a 28-0 ball game. Then the Hawks scoring uh, right before halftime on a one-yard run by Grant Schmidt. Following the PAT, it was actually 35-0 in favor of Hastings St. Cecilia 
at halftime. We had a running clock throughout uh, much of the second half. St. Cecilia scoring again on their sixth possession following a fumble from uh, Tri-County. This time Grant Schmidt throws a 34-yard touchdown to Zach Kitten to make it 41 to nothing. Hawks scoring on their next possession as well. A two-yard touchdown run from Grant Schmidt to make it a 48 to nothing ball game. And then following a uh, St. Cecilia fumble in the fourth quarter from the uh, second and third teamers, the little Hawks were out there. It was recovered by Tri-County, and they go eight plays, 36 yards. Shane Jeekstra finally got in from three yards out to make it a 48-6 ball game as Hastings St. Cecilia wins it there tonight. Very, very impressive night. Very equally balanced on both sides, passing and rushing for St. Cecilia, as you'll find out here just momentarily. Your final game number is brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. Shop at the Food Cupboard and save big today. We'll go to the Trojans of Tri-County in this ballgame. Offense was very tough to come by against the St. Cecilia defense. But passing numbers tonight, just one of three passing tonight for uh, Tri-County. Just 11 yards, one interception for them. Their quarterback, Hunter Parker, only throws three passes tonight. The Trojans rushed the football 42 times for 121 yards total, so 132 of total offense in this ball game. Colby Inns coming in. We mentioned him all night. Big, big year, 1,769 yards. Inns finishes the ball game with 25 carries and just 64 yards in the ball game. He found uh, rushing very tough against St. Cecilia's defense. Seven first downs on the night for Tri-County and five penalties thrown against the Trojans. For St. Cecilia tonight, Grant Schmidt goes all the way. As far as passing number goes, Grant, uh, or, uh, Grant Farmer got into the ball game late, did not attempt to pass, but uh, Schmidt finishes the night seven of eight passing, 166 yards, Three touchdowns. He threw one to, to uh, Fisher, one to Seeley, and one to Kitten here tonight. 29 rushes, 170 yards for St. Cecilia in the ballgame. So 336 of total offense on the night. Some individual uh, leaders tonight. Again, Hunter Fisher with a big night. 10 carries, 116 yards, one touchdown. He caught three balls for 41 yards and a touchdown. Dayton Seeley had two rushes for just 15 yards but had a touchdown on the ground. He caught one touchdown. That was from 63 yards out. Zach Kitten with two receptions, 34 yards and a touchdown. And Grant Schmidt finishes night seven carries, just six yards, but he had two one-yard plunges for St. Cecilia. The Hawks with ten first downs, just a couple of penalties. But a very error-free game tonight. They coasted along very good. And again, very balanced numbers tonight for St. Cecilia. Again, passing for 166, rushing for 170. Carl Tesmer's uh, Hawks up and running. They get through the first round. Now they'll play the Chieftains. Chieftains of UTAN next Friday night here at Duncan Field. All right, 48 to 6, the final score here tonight. Saints is picking up the win. Stay tuned. We've got the player of the game coming up next. Then the coaches' post game show. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Play by play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Radio Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post game show on Hastings' link to high school sports. 12:30 a.m. KHAS Radio. Krieger Electric Company serves the greater Hastings Quad County area with complete electrical service for commercial businesses, industry, and your home. Krieger Electric is now a proud dealer of Kohler Home Generators. Don't let your neighbor's home be the only one with the lights on during a power outage. 
Kohler Home Generators give you dependable power and security. And when you support world-class products with a trusted local dealer that's 100% skilled, trained, and qualified like Krieger Electric is, there really is no comparison. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. So St. Cecilia wins it here tonight over Tri-County in the first round of the state playoffs, 48-6. The final score here tonight, this is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Hunter Fisher leading the way for the Blue Hawks, 10 carries tonight for 116 yards. Dayton Seeley had a couple of carries, 15 yards, and one reception for 63. That uh, accounted for a touchdown before he was uh, uh, slightly injured in the first half of play and did not return. Then uh, defensively, you had uh, a guy like Sam Clark who came up with a big ball game tonight. had 10 total tackles in the ball game tonight. Mike Walls ended up with uh, six tackles, including two for loss in the ball game tonight. All candidates for our player in the game will come back and name our winner right after this. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings St. Cecilia will be Hunter Fisher. Ten carries, 116 yards and a touchdown. He also had three receptions, 41 yards, and another score for the Blue Hawks as Hastings St. Cecilia steamrolls Tri-County tonight. Final score of 48-6. Hunter Fisher tonight, our player of the game for Hastings St. Cecilia. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. The player of the game is brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Chevrolet, GMC, Cadillac, BMW, and Hyundai. Located at 1708 South Web Road in Grand Island and online at DinsdaleAuto.com. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on Hastings Link to High School Sports, 1230 AM, KHAS Radio. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. The difference between clicking on a computer to order flowers versus having a conversation with the people who are going to pick and arrange the most appropriate bouquet 
This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business knowing his customers, knowing their special occasions, and how they celebrated them. So a delivery from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then. Real people delivering real love. Flowers from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West, South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here at uh, Duncan Field as the rains continue to, to fall here, 48-6, as Hastings St. Cecilia knocks off Tri-County defensive coordinator Randy Aarons will join us on the postgame show. And uh, how ironic, your defense looked very, very good tonight against uh, this Tri-County team. How ironic. Well, you, you come up here. Uh, you come up here and talk, and now we talk about your defense here tonight. We always oh, talk about okay. the, the Saints to say offense, but I, your defense looked very good I tonight. I thought you were saying how ironic that they played well. No, no. So I was going to say there's no, uh, you know, there was no myth tonight because our kids came out, and they really just wanted to, uh, you know, come out and send a message. And the big thing is, though, in the playoffs, you have to win to move on. And so, you know, we talked about even winning ugly. You know, whatever it takes you got to win to move on, and so we were able to do that, and we played well doing that, and so that just uh, you know, gives us something to build on because we want to continue uh, playing next week and playing on down the road and so forth. So congratulations to our kids. With the, the weather conditions the way they were tonight, was it uh, doubly important to, to get out of this team uh, early and, and kind of play your game with the weather the way it was? Yeah, and that was something, you know, it rained. You know, we knew that was going to come in. We didn't think, you know, glad it didn't rain like this the whole game like it is right now. But we knew coming in that we'd have to get a quick start because, you know, they've shown the ability to, you know, score and score you know, from long distances. Number 21 on film has been an excellent back. And, you know, hopefully we held him under 100 yards tonight because one game this year he went for 450, I think. So, you know, it was one of our you know goals is that we have to play good on the line of scrimmage because boy they were big and that running back was good and so I think our kids really took that to heart and did a lot of film study and came with uh, you know blue collar men- uh, blue collar mentality tonight. Well, you talked about uh, your defense changed around a little bit, went to a five-man front tonight, and really got physical with them in the trenches. Ends, by the way, ended with 64 yards tonight, so you held him well under 100 yards, a, a great job against a good back. Yeah, and that's something, you know, and he showed some. He liked to take it inside, bounce it outside, and had some good feet, and, you know, that was something that we were scared of because, you know, we didn't know on films it can sometimes be deceptive, but we didn't know how quick he would be, but we knew that he could take it the distance. But then again, I like our team speed too, so we, we thought we had a good chance to uh, contain him, in which we did, and you know, just a compliment to our kids. Like Carl said, you made a couple of uh, defensive changes this week to, to try to shut down uh, the things that they were doing, uh, rushing the football, and you did that. You absolutely uh, shut them down in the ball game tonight. They had a tough time getting anything going. And, and, and that's just something that we, we really need to do because if we don't do that at this point in the season, you know, games get shorter. And people are going to say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, people that can control the clock and shorten the games. And uh, we, we haven't had games like that throughout the season because we've been able to score from quite a distance. And, you know, as a matter of fact, tonight I think we had three touchdowns over 50 yards. And so, you know, when we don't get many plays on offense and the other team gets a lot of plays, we're going to have to be able to slow them down and get some three and outs, you know, to, to help move the clock on our end of it. I tell you what, you, you've you've scored a lot on big big plays, kickoff returns, and stuff this season. It was no different tonight. You looked like a polished machine in that uh, first half of action. The first quarter, really, you scored, I believe, on what the first six possessions of the football game here tonight. Uh, boy, passing the football, Grant Schmidt looked good, and again, Fisher and Seeley doing a great job there at the end as far as running the football. Yeah, and so that's just something that you know we've been able to do that throughout the course of the season. But give credit to the guys up front, and you know, give credit to Coach Tasman for 
getting us ready and getting us in the right spots and getting us, you know, in in positions that, you know, we can be successful. And so, but the guys up front get the credit. And then, as I said early on in the year, when you got the Stallions, let them out of the pen and let them go. And, you know, we're able to do that tonight again. So you move on to face uh, UTAN next uh, Friday night. You get a you get a home game next week. Jimmy's already done some research. We, we know where UTAN is at. Uh, up in your neck, it was up yeah, there by uh, Wahoo. County. We know what the mascot is, and that's about it. all we know about uh, Tan, the Chieftains, coming in here next Friday night. And, you know, and to be honest, that's probably about all we know about them at this point. Uh, and I know where they're located. It's 14 miles east of Wahoo, just in case you get lost. But they'll be coming here, so it's not going to matter. But, uh, you know, at this point in the season, uh, you know, all teams are going to be good because there's going to be eight left, and we're going to have to, you know, play our, play one of our best games of the year. But, uh, you know, and it should be expected, and that's something we should count on. But I know one thing for sure, we'll be ready to, um, we'll be ready for the challenge. And uh, when they come out to Duncan Field, they may not be ready for Duncan Field. So it's one of those things that uh, we're excited to be where we're at, but yet with long-term goals, we can't be satisfied. And so we got to keep moving forward. Dayton uh, tweaked an ankle there in the, the second quarter. Going to be all right? Yeah, and he thought possibly he could go back in, but you know, I asked him to do a few things, and he said it was sore and stuff. And so, you know, with the game in hand, we we looked kind of like, uh, you know, it, it may may have been may have been a mistake to put him back in. And I know he wanted to go back in, but uh, we're looking at long term. And uh, Mr. Parks said he should be ready and all practice on Monday. But you know, it's going to be very precautionary, and we got to get you know healed up and you know see that we're at it because he's one of our guys that we're hoping to be. Uh, Full at full strength and have our full arsenal ready on both sides of the football. Okay, we will see you uh, next Friday night. Yep, and we'll be back here at uh, Duncan Field, and it's something that you know we're going to enjoy doing. And I'm looking at your uh, bracket here, and Aquinas is playing Sutton, so you know that's one of those things that you know Sutton going in. We knew they're a good team, and so you know they'll give us a, a good good barometer of what we can expect if we're able to move forward, and so. You know, it's something that we got the one game at a time, but yeah, it's, it's also fun to look forward to. We yeah. talked about this in the pregame show. You look at that bracket before uh, things started to develop in tonight. You look at the teams now that are in the next round. Boy, they're very familiar with Lincoln and where that's at. Some good quality football teams in, the, in this bracket left. Yeah, and that's something, as you said, you have experience, but I, I like who we have on our sidelines. Yeah. Coach Tesmer getting us ready, you know, and uh, you know, just experience and the confidence that the kids have in him, but yet the confidence he instills in our kids is something that's uh, you know awe-inspiring and amazing that you know we're able to continue just uh, uh, successful success uh, year in and year out. But uh, the kids buy into it. We try to do the best we can to get him in positions to be successful. This is the 17th year in a row, my man. You've been in the state playoffs, so you're, this is kind of old hat for you guys. Just uh, another game with another notch in the collar, so to speak. We'll get ready to go uh, next Friday night. Yep, and it's quiet confidence, but yet, you know, pretty soon here we got to be able to uh, pick it up a notch and kick it up a notch and go from there. But, uh, again, congratulations to our kids. Thank you for all the people that came out and supported us. You know, the band had tents out here tonight, sounded good. You know, it's not always fun being out in the wet and cold, but uh, if I was up here, I'd tell you what, it's pretty warm. So uh, <laughs> it, it's a better spot here right now than it was on the sidelines. You guys have learned a few tricks over the years. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank you, and yep. good luck to the Broncos tomorrow. Yep, Randy Aaron's the head man for Houston uh, Saints to say on the defensive side of the ball. The Hawks picking up a win tonight over uh, over a Tri-County final score of 48-6. to 
here in this one. Randy mentioned the uh, win for Sutton. They picked up a win of North Platte St. Pat's tonight, 18-15. Aquinas winners over Archbishop Bergen by the score of 48 to nothing. Don't go away. We've got Merritt Lawson. He's coming up next. He's got the CPI Mr. Tires scoreboard show next on 1230 KHAS. We'll have Hastings College football tomorrow. Broncos on the road playing in Fremont against Midland. Airtime tomorrow with the Tony Harper pregame show will be at 12 o'clock noon. Kickoff will be at 1 as the Warriors take on the Broncos for the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy going uh, tomorrow, the traveling trophy in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. For uh, Gene Shaw, for Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from a rainy Duncan Field in Hastings. The Coach's Postgame Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel. 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678.